0: He fights with like a baguette and something else.
1: (laughs) That'd be awesome. Uh, He slings his sunglasses at him, like he just like takes them (laughs) off and like throws them like a. Time to go to (laughs) Flavor (laughs) Town.
0: Happy Happy. New Year.
1: Did we say new? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Betty joined in. Yeah, She was happy. Welcome to the new year. Episode 20. Isn't it cool that we started off on 25? New yeah. year, episode 25. Oh. It it's not a round even number, but it's a... It's my a, favorite number. Is it? No. <laughs> oh. What's your favorite number? Seven. Really? Yeah. Oh. Mine's 19.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the age that you like your women. Mm-hmm. 19 anything above 19 I'll murder him <laughs> um yeah we're here to tell you that it uh we're in a new year yep uh that's same it. same show it's uh it's still the IFNZ podcast yep nothing's changed uh we're gonna keep the same format we're gonna keep there's nothing new about change, it
0: should we change one thing just to make say that it's the all new IFNZ podcast we can what do you want to change about it I don't one thing I'm gonna change uh how we start the show in the show, yeah. How we end the show. What were we what we're we gonna say? We're not gonna say I feel New Zealand anymore. What were we gonna say? Uh, we're gonna say I'm gonna think of it and then I'll say it at the end of the episode. Okay, and that'll be how it stays. And that's where we're just stuck with it yep. for the whole. I'm gonna think about it. Year. If I think about it, I'm gonna type in something on Google. Don't you? It's gotta be an original thought. Original thoughts. It can't
1: be. <laughs> it can't be
0: something you make up. I just burped up that old tea. Gross. Right before we started recording, Chad took a big swig of some Gold Peak unsweetened tea and then realized that it expired Jan- July 2018. Yeah,
1: July 23rd, 2018. That was last year, according to uh, this
0: show. Yeah. Yeah. That's how time works. So, <laughs> totally last year. Um,
1: yeah, it tastes like dust, and uh, yeah, it's gross to burp up. Well, I'll keep drinking it throughout the show, though. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we uh, we went through things. We had uh, we've had different things like uh, Christmas happened. Christmas did happen. Uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, we won't talk about New Year's. Though. Yeah, we'll say that for a later show. And <laughs> there was a lot that happened. Yeah, So Got a lot to unpack. Yeah, so we'll we'll save that for later. But we'll talk about Christmas. Yeah, let's talk about Christmas. We talk about
0: uh, the things that happened during Christmas. Yeah, I uh, I had really violent diarrhea and threw up several times. Do
1: you remember something about... Throwing up? Not yeah. wanting to have diarrhea on Christmas in the la- one of our last episodes? No. The Christmas episode? Did we talk about that? I think you said something about, I don't want diarrhea on Christmas. Oh, that's really bad. <laughs> and then... It happened. It was foreshadowing. It is God's foreshadowing. <laughs> I can't foreshadowing. remember what it was though, but you said something about I wanna have diarrhea on Christmas. <laughs> it was, maybe I oh said... it was talking about BJs and having diarrhea from the food from the grease. Oh yeah. Well it wasn't
0: from the grease. This happened beforehand. Yeah, you were already it sick. Was an upset stomach. Diarrhea. And then I tried to eat and then that made things fifty times worse. And then I spent what little bit of time I was up at the restaurant in the bathroom. Yeah. And had massive bouts of diarrhea. You went home and then fucking like. It's normally normally whenever I throw up. Let's talk about my throw up. Let's do it. Why not? Let's start off 2019 by talking about throw up. (laughs) Just, uh. Just don't make the noise. Just talk no, I'm about not. it. I'm just, that's all. I'm, I'm not, not going to do that. There's people <laughs> that are triggered by that shit. There are probably people that are going to be triggered just by talking about it, this conversation in general. But, but We're gross, so it's fine. Um, So normally when I throw up, it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, just kind of comes out. It's like... Whoa, and then it just kind of comes out. Yeah. It's just straight down. I'm looking down. I'm at the toilet. Just coming down. This was like, no matter what happened, it was projectile. It was just, it was going to go force where it behind it. Yeah, it had force. Because there was like por- parts of it where I was like, I'm kneeling down by the toilet because I'm about to throw up. And then here it goes. Nah. I did it. <laughs> and then as it was coming out, it was just like it had the force behind it that I wasn't anticipating. Because I'm like, this isn't how Justin throws up. <laughs> Justin throws up and it just goes in the toilet. This one, it was just like I put a bow on it. I lost control. (laughs) So it landed on like the fucking back of the toilet and on the seat, and I was just like, so I, yeah, just spent a lot of time cleaning that up and stuff. But then it it was almost like there was a point in time, probably like I want to say maybe like six or seven years ago, me and Mandy were out to dinner at Lone Star. Okay. Was it Lone Star? Is that the one that was in, uh, in Carneval beside. Yeah, the purple building now? Yeah, it's Sergio's now. Yeah. Um the Lone Star that was there, we went and ate a delicious steak. Yeah. And potato dinner. Yeah. And I loved their steak. Yeah. Um, went home to the apartment that night. Yeah. And proceeded to not get off the toilet until 3:30 in the morning. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Uh Mostly it was diarrhea. Then it got to a point to where I had to grab our trash can because it was throwing up and diarrhea at yeah. the same time. I don't know if you've experienced that. Have you I experienced haven't. it at the same time? I
1: felt like it was gonna be close, but
0: I've never actually yeah. committed to it. It has. I it wasn't that I didn't I didn't want to commit to anything. <laughs> I was just part of the ride regardless of whatever happened. So you're just a passenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a vessel for this amazing thing called life. <laughs> So this, this to me, almost felt like it was going to get to that level at points in time during that evening of Christmas (laughs) Eve because I was just up with constant bathroom, constant throwing up, and at points in time it seemed like it was going to coincide, and I'm just sitting here going, not again, (laughs) not again. Flashbacks, (laughs) PTSD from it. It was like one of those like. I didn't I didn't eat steak for probably, like, four years. Not even joking. Like, up <laughs> oh until gosh. probably, like, two and a half years ago, I didn't eat, even try steak again. Not because I was scared it was going to happen. I was just, like, it made me think of, like, that Throw was what out. I, like, yeah. almost borderline tasted coming Absolutely. out. It was, like, this garlicky steak. And I was just, like, I don't want any of that in my mouth. It's just going to remind me of what happened, and I don't want it. Yeah. Um, which now I eat steak again. It's regularly. It's pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it almost had me think uh, part of me was, like, is there going to be, like, part of me in next year when it rolls around to Christmas Eve that's going to be like, am I going to want to try this mini corn dog again? What did am you I going to want to try this? Did you connect it to anything? Like, was there, like, I I a... don't know what it came, mm-hmm. where it came from. Yeah. The only thing... I'm thinking of the things that I had days before. We had a Christmas dinner at work. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe it came from, like, one of the meats, because yeah. our boss smoked some meats for us. Ooh. And uh, I love it when my boss smokes meat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's your favorite. Yeah. So we had... I was like, maybe it's from that. I was just like, oh, no, the other fucking dudes got sick or anything from <laughs> yeah. it. Unless I'm just, like, that much of a puss with my stomach. But I, I that was the only thing I could really trace it to. Everything else wasn't, like, out of the ordinary. I yeah. didn't drink anything new or eat anything new that wouldn't necessitate this. Uh, I, I, and I couldn't think of anything else that it would be from. Mm-hmm. Then, like, a couple days before that, I had Hardee's. But it was, like, fried chicken thing from Hardee's. And then I got, like, a hot ham. Like a little small hot ham. That was mm-hmm. about it. It was just like, I don't think that there's anything that that would necessitate that, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what, I mean, I, that's where I spent majority of Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> it's in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, we did open some presents. Yeah. We did open some presents Um, the Christmas morning. Oh, you did on Christmas yeah, morning? As as tradition. Ho-ho. For me, ho, ho, for okay. the past 32 years yeah yeah somebody said that uh who was it that said that to me somebody said ho 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 oh it was johnny huckleberry he said ho ho camp. he said he said ho 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 and i said to to uh to me and you said, yesterday, pam, pam, pam. whenever i was walking into our christmas gathering at mandy's side of the family and i said don't call my wife that <laughs> um we we open up presents uh basically one big present that i wrapped for myself was all the stuff that we got on black friday <laughs> nice instead of doing individually i just took all the dvds and games and threw them in one pile wrapped it and our tag said to us from us nice and then uh mandy got me a sweet uh track bag i've been really wanting like a track bag like almost like one of those workout bags you yeah. put the zip ones you're know mm-hmm. talking about um it's a blackhawks one it's really cool Um, and then she got me that I told you just told you about the the perler set with the pegs and everything so I could start learning how to to do that but the set she got me in particular is a Zelda one so it's like all of the old 8-bit pixel art that you would be making from the original Legend of Zelda Mm -hmm. um, specific characters and stuff and it has preset things to kind of teach you like where the pegs would go for it and kind of just the starter of how this kind of works yeah So I was excited because now I'll have the peg board that comes with it and everything. everything. And once I buy new pegs, I'll be able to use that board to actually just kind of create my own things or whatever with it. So it makes me kind of excited to to do that because I always love the pixel art stuff. We can make IFNZ Perlers. IFNZ Perlers coming at you, 2019. (laughs) Uh, My mom uh, partook in the movement and purchased me this movement watch. I don't know what that means. Movement is the name of the brand of the watch.
1: Oh, Okay. Um, is it is it like a normal watch? Like it's not like a, it doesn't do digital things.
0: No, no, That's it's cool. sustainable. I I really like this brand in URA, particular. I love URA, the movement watches. Yeah, um, there was one that I really wanted that was all jet black. It had uh, some silver hands, but then the are silver hands, silver uh, hashes for the times. And then uh, the re- hands were red, and the mm. movement logo was on it. It was all in, like a dark red, and it looked really awesome. But those that one sold out like super fast. This is the other one that I really wanted. Um, this one's called Gotham. Nice. Um, the band actually comes in black as well. I haven't had time to take it off, but I was going to change it out to the black band because I thought that this would look really cool with mm-hmm. the black band. But uh, an orange is the new black. So the uh, the Gotham one was inspired by Gotham, if you will, <laughs> like the city. Yes. Yeah, or just the show and stuff like that in general. Oh. Like they just took like that kind of a grayed out design and stuff like that to make it kind of more Very like cool. stylish but like kind of classic and Yeah. You know, it almost like like uh the Batman animated series, even though it's supposed to take place in like modern day, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever. It has like a lot of stuff that's semi-futuristic, but then like all the cars they drive seem like they're all from the fucking Older. 50s. yeah. That's what I meant. I think that's the kind of, like, the actual body design of it almost looks like it's straight from the 50s, but the interior design of it's very modernized. It's like a, a weird, like, goth steampunk. Yeah. Like, is the, like, a style well, of it. But it is the steampunk comic, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 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 That's cool. Um, that's real cool. I mean, that's that's about the extent we did the dinners at both of the places. Yeah. Um, dinners were good. I didn't eat the second one either no. yesterday because the stomach was still weird. Still I ate a it. few bites, and I was just like, I want to stop just because I don't want to, you know, yeah. I'm to just kind of hang out and yeah. see what goes on. Got some presents from uh, some of the other family on, on their side as well. Um, got presents from you guys. Um, my brother, he made me that bluetooth yeah over there the bluetooth, bluetooth speaker bluetooth homemade speaker. bluetooth speaker yeah like you guys got me the uh the walking dad you got a walking dad shirt yeah what was the other did you guys get me too presents or i don't I remember. remember i can't remember if you got me too presents. it's been a while i know mandy, I mandy and, and uh yeah mandy and kim forgot. or got kim whoever got her all the stuff that was like the the stones mm-hmm. and uh i think a necklace and stuff like that too yeah What'd you get? Um, What'd you do besides our dinner? And well, so- I
1: did, uh, your dinner was kind of my first, uh, well, not, not, not true. Did some, some family get-together things before that. Um, and then did uh, Christmas at my parents' on Christmas Day. Uh, hung out with them all day long, pretty much. Ate a couple meals and all that. Um, throughout the course of the Christmas, got some tools. Um man- yeah, you got some the some of the band tools. I got uh, tools too. Yeah, I forgot about that. You got
0: saws. Did I you get got, some saws. I can get saws I actually because uh, my drill has not been as reliable as I hoped it was. You need a reliable. I drill. got a drill that will last longer than five minutes. Drill bit. Trainer. Uh, and I didn't have a but like four drill bits for whatever reason. I don't know why I can't find any of my other ones. Hmm. So they also got me uh like dozens and dozens of different bits and stuff for all uh all occasions. Nice. So that was a cool thing too? Nice. I forgot about that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I got some clothes, got some new jeans and shirts and things like that. Did you get them from the Old Navy? Uh, I got some Old Navy jeans. Yeah. Yeah, you know I like them. Uh oh, yeah. but uh yeah, got some that got this this Sweet Kingdom Hearts hat. Yeah, it is cool. Uh that is it's just uh it's uh, as as you said and I said before not knowing we didn't know each other said it. Um, that it very much looks like a Steven Spielberg cat. It is. Uh, which is a, I heard it's, it's called a, a dad style. A dad hat? Yeah, a dad
0: hat. It's more relaxed. Um, uh, which I like it. I would totally get dad hat. Um, um well, I, I don't think it actually says dad on it. I no. I guess it's the, it's actually the type? It's a style, yeah. It's like a relaxed fit, like yeah. a unstructured. Dad, dad cap. Yeah. I like them. I like the sweet dad, uh, NASA one here from Forever 21. Yeah absolutely not a sponsor it's weird that forever 21 has dad hats when
1: you're for, oh i guess you're forever 21 it's not like you're 21 i mean you like could be forever. 21 and and be a dad that's true nothing mm-hmm. said you can't be nothing typically that. you don't
0: get in the dad style i guess until later in life huh? you never know that though you could just, you could just get dad, right into dad it up and just be like i'm all in yeah i'm just gonna be nothing but dadding right now yeah i'm just gonna dad all over the place daniel dad lewis <laughs>
1: no you didn't uh no you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) no no you didn't uh yeah and uh got the uh switch which wasn't really a a prize to me but i got to open it and uh play it and everything so that's been fun um which ones what
0: games did you play on there
1: um i so far i've played the pokemon let's go pikachu yeah uh i dig that you like it it's good i haven't played it with the ball Okay. Uh, but I'm not really. I don't know if I'll play with the ball consistently.
0: I like the idea of just kind of controller in it. Yeah, uh, if you play with the ball, you actually get more points for "quote unquote" style whenever you capture as well. I don't have any style. I just meant like it has like a multiplier that's <laughs> yeah, on there, know. and if you do it, it, like gives you like an extra like one point seven points oh, or something cool. like that, like extra that. points and more experience faster. Hmm. So it's better for me to play with the balls. Uh, just for experience sake. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of experience playing
1: with balls. Yeah. Yeah. At work? Um everywhere. Everywhere? I'm just grabbing them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Grabbing them right in the balls. Yeah. Um in the uh, pudding. I've also played uh, Mario Odyssey up until the point that we played it on our Let's Play that we never oh. got to release. So Night Very Fair. Yeah. It got yeah. through the first world. Nice. Um, collected a lot more moons this time though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because um, I kinda knew It's what good was going stuff, on. dude. It's good. I love that game. I enjoy that. Um and then I bought which I don't think I told you, but it's not like super important. What's uh, what's that called? Load Runner, you no know, Load Runner. It was like a, it was an arcade game originally. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you go back through, and you like you zap on the left or the right, and people yeah. fall in them. Um, they had it on there for like five bucks. Um, and I used to play the shit out of that on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's nice. I like playing that game. I like playing
0: it on the handheld version. I saw, I saw that. Uh, I think it was earlier. Well, I don't know when it was. They said that like. Around Christmas time, I think Hollow Night was on sale, and I think it's supposed to extend out several weeks. It's like ten bucks right it. now. Yeah. yeah, Is Hollow Night good? It's fucking great. I've heard a lot of nice. good things about it. It's like you need to play Hollow Night. Yeah, it's kind like of thing. it's it's a it's a 2D action platformer in the same vein of like uh, Castlevania or, Metroid uh-huh. or Metroidvania. Metroidvania. You know. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, but the difficulty level of some of the boss fights and stuff like that almost gives it kind of a Dark Souls esque sense to it. But just the character design, the design of the world, and everything is just super perfect. Like it's it's such a good like deep dive, nice like little. It just makes you feel good playing it. Cool, it's awesome. I might have to check that out then because that's th- like the third time that I've seen. I, this, so I had somebody bring that up. I saw it on Reddit like three years ago, mm-hmm. three or four years ago. There there was the the team that made it, Team Cherry. They had a, there was just a small startup at that point, and mm-hmm. they were starting to develop the game, and they had a Kickstarter thing for it. I actually kickstarted it um, about, probably like two years ago or so, and put in a little extra cash to kind of help them with it, to help them get funded on it and whatnot, and then I got the PC version of it that was part of my incentive stuff for it. So I got it right whenever it came out um, on PC for it, and followed it and loved it to death. Um, It came to PS4 also before it came to Switch, but I held off, and I actually rebought it on Switch so I could have it with me on the go because nice. I, I I legitimately enjoy it that much. It's one of the best games that came out probably in twenty seventeen. Wow, it's really good. Well, I think
1: you sold me on, especially if it's still the ten dollars
0: price point. Yeah, uh, I'll definitely go. like I. Uh... It should be. I think it said something like Amazon digital code was supposed to continue on through the new year and everything, and it has like a digital coupon that makes it like fifteen or five dollars off or something that makes it uh, 10. makes it ten. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, when I set up
1: the Switch, uh, I also, it was like, hey, do you want to link your account with, like, your, uh, your Wii U or whatever? Uh-huh. And so I did, and, uh, I had, like, 13 bucks on my account and stuff from yeah. when so it came over and i was like that happened to hey me too. that's cool <laughs> whenever
0: i had my because it connects to your 3ds and stuff like anything that's your nintendo yeah. network id my mm-hmm. 3ds and all that and i ended up like tagging it over and i had like 20 something bucks left on it <laughs> so like one of the first things i got was like two different indie games as soon as i got my switch i yeah. was just like oh fuck yeah it's like i got breath of the wild which is cool but i'm gonna also just get these guys real quick too yeah that's
1: what i did with uh because i got i got a uh, load runner off of it and then i bought that coffee crisis game that i was uh-huh. telling you about uh, so, yeah, I haven't played that one yet. Uh, play the Mario Kart, uh, just to kind of get familiar with like that. the What mo And that. Uh, I like the controls. Um, I am really a giant fan of that mobility, of that controller. To be able to go from on the TV playing it to picking that up and going somewhere yeah. with it. That's awesome. Super it's, smart. It's, uh, I mean, we had talked about it from time to time, but then like actually in-game experience of it all. Yeah. Um, it's awesome I think I, probably after I leave here I'm going to go uh, check out try to
0: find like a little travel case for it mm-hmm. and um, that way I've got it. whenever I got my mine whenever it launched it was the same time as Breath of the Wild so I got the special edition of Breath of the Wild and it comes with the uh, traveling case that <clears> comes with it in the box and the traveling case looks like the, uh, the little the slate on there not something? the Triforce. Oh. it's this like the Sheikah slate that Link uses in the game it looks <clears> like <throat> the item that he keeps with him like on his hip cool yeah, yeah, I I'm a big fan, big fan of the Switchy though. It's awesome. It's uh good. And then I got
1: uh some other like knickknacks and things, uh, uh, candies. And you got candy, bubblegum and TF. Got some candies and, uh, and some other things. I'm sure I'm forgetting about silver bells, got, uh, silver bells, jingle bells, Batman
0: smells, Batman smells. Robin also, he laid an egg. Laid, I heard he, he took an egg. Oh, we didn't talk about that on the news. I had heard about that finale from Titans. I haven't watched
1: it yet, but I
0: had, I heard that Batman was in it. Yeah. I heard, like, all about the episode, and I like was just, Robin after maybe? after, I, after I heard about it, I was just in? like, I'm fucking in. I need to see this whole <laughs> thing. That episode's, even though I had heard something, it might be, like, a dream sequence or something, I don't mm, really I don't know. know, but whatever, after I heard it, I was just like, that sounds fucking rad. Yeah. Something about, like, Batman finally snaps and just, like, gives in to, like, the darker side of things, goes to Arkham and kills all the villains. Whoa. Like, goes to, like, you actually see, like, a Joker in the show, and he snaps his fucking neck and throws a battering at Riddler's skull Holy and just, shit. like, goes, just murks everybody. And I was wow. just like, that sounds cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, even dream sequence or not. like it's... I just, One way or the other, it's going to be awesome just to see. that's cool. yeah, something like Batman fights Robin at one point in time. Yeah, or I, that's all I had heard for sure, and then
1: I knew that some of the villains were going to be seen yeah. in it, but that's cool. um Yeah, I guess that was kind of Christmas. I mean, it's been... It's been fun. It's uh You go
0: do you go out of town at any point in time for any of this? Um no, I won't go out of town at all for that. Um I know you did before for like Thanksgiving stuff you went to Mizer. No, I went to a wedding after Thanksgiving. Was that It wasn't thanksgiving time oh no, it
1: was a week after and it was for a wedding in december oh
0: huh, well that's close <laughs>
1: enough it's all the holiday season you left state i left state and it was in between thanksgiving and christmas so sure <laughs> yeah. holiday season was upon us absolutely um no i i could potentially because i've got family in wisconsin family in missouri but i think i'm gonna stick around i'm very much enjoying not being at work because we uh shut down at my place for a week and some nice. change so uh i do enjoy that um but yeah, I'm hoping to kind of get some just little projects out of the way while while I'm off work and uh, yeah, do all that. Uh, what out, what outside of uh, the the Christmas things has been going on? Anything exciting besides pooping and Christmas? Uh,
0: no, not overly exciting. No? Uh, well, I mean, we could talk about some stuff maybe that we've been doing recently as far as media is go. Yeah, if absolutely. you want to, uh, games. Games, Video games. So I am so
1: happy. I beat Birth by Sleep. Uh-huh. Um, and then I just finished watching the recoded uh, cutscene movie thing before I came over here. And so I'm diving into the Dream Drops distance. And uh, uh, so I'm officially in 2.8. Uh, Triple D. Triple D. Uh, so that originally came out on 3DS. Because mm-hmm. uh, of course they had to have a... Title that coincided with the 3D portion of that, mm-hmm. uh, but uh,
0: yeah, wouldn't so. it be cool if it was Sid for Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives? <laughs> it's the three Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Yeah, like uh, it's it's uh, it's it's, Kingdom it's still Kingdom Hearts, but Guy Fieri's <laughs> in
1: there. <laughs> he's got this. He has hair that is comparable yeah. to
0: a Kingdom he's, Hearts I mean, he's, a, he's a member of Organization 13. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, fights with like a baguette and something <laughs> else.
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, he slings his sunglasses at him, like, he just, like, (laughs) takes them off and, like, throws them, like, a Frisbee. Time to go to (laughs) (laughs) Flavor Uh, so, yeah, Dream Drop Distance, then, uh, Point Two, and then a movie of, uh, backstory, uh, or back cover of, uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, and uh, then we're on to Kingdom
0: Hearts 3. I've got... So now that you've consumed all of this, do you think that whenever you get to Kingdom Hearts 3, are you going to watch the hour-long movie or whatever it is that's prior to this just to like as another refresher, or are you like, I'm fucking refreshed as can be? Um,
1: Yes, I'll probably watch it. Um, I If I have to watch it before I start the game, I don't know if I'll do that. Um, I may do it in tandem with... because. I have a feeling when I download that game, like whenever it if it comes available at midnight or if it's a couple hours before mm-hmm. midnight or whatever that it, you go download, um I I'm going to want to start like immediately. Yeah. But uh you know, it'd be cool if they released the the you got to download it a couple days ahead and you got a chance you to watch, watch that the movie earlier. That'd be really cool. That'd be that'd be awesome. I mean, if they have it all they have it all done, like that would be nice
0: kind of little treat. Also for a pre-order uh, when you walk away you, please don't hear me say, please, baby, don't don't go. I thought about learning how to play that song. Uh, there's a version of somebody doing the whole song. It's yeah. a slightly slowed down version, and they do the Donald Duck voice the entire time. Oh God! So she's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
0: yeah, so excited for that. I mean,
1: I, uh, I, there's definitely. I didn't know if I would be able to achieve getting through all of these games before Kingdom Hearts three, but I was gonna fucking try. And uh, now I'm sure um, like a a month, like a month ahead, basically. a month away to get a a game and then like a third of a game because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't seem like point two is like a very large yeah. chunk of a game. Uh, I think I can do it. I think I, can I believe in it. you. I'm gonna start it tonight and we'll see how it goes. Um, that is uh, not all I've done in games. I got one more thing um, outside of the Switch and Kingdom Hearts. I also. Um, I've been playing my PS3 a little bit more, Mm -hmm. and I've got that Alice, that American McGee's Alice Madness Returns. I found out on there, they have the original, like, the first one, the Mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland, uh, is on that game. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That was actually, like, a a thing that they did for promotion whenever it first came out. Like, they packaged it with it. It was, like, it's it's hidden away, though, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it's in, there's, like, a didn't play game or They didn't remaster or anything. I think no. it looks the same way it as it exactly. used to it on the PC same. a long time, but like, like, from 99 or 2000. There's, like, an extras thing on the mm-hmm. menu. And, like, I don't know, typically go into extras. Like, it's not like, oh, well, let's explore everything. I popped in there, and then it was, like, Amer- American McGee's Alice in Wonderland. I was like, what the fuck is this? And, of course, it's, it's the first game. So, I was, like, I was super excited about that. Uh, so I might go back and play that at some point. Alice, uh, Madness Returns has been like my, because uh, I moved the PS3 into my office. And okay. so like if I'm in my office just fucking around and everything, I'll I'll turn on the PS3. and I'll, That's usually my go-to game is Madness Returns. Cool. Uh, just because it looks good. It's a fun little game to play. Yeah. And not get too overly invested in anything. I just play it for a little bit and go, okay. I played for 30 minutes or whatever and I'll turn yeah. it off. Uh, that's my games, what about your games? I've really only been playing one recently, actually. What is it? You wanna know what it is? Um, I'm not gonna be able to guess. Um, I don't think. You're playing, uh, Sonic Mania. Nope. <laughs> what is it?
0: Super
1: Smash Bros! Uh, yeah, how is it? Still it's, good?
0: Yeah, it's still really good. Still rocking? Unlocking more characters. The, uh, World of Light story thing is fucking long uh apparently that's a way that you can also unlock characters and i didn't realize that i mean i did eventually but i didn't know that going into like it new characters yeah like okay. as you go along. you can do regular smash and unlock characters and people have found like shortcuts and stuff i think i mentioned that the yeah last we we're time. talking about that a little bit shortcuts that you could do it's basically like it's almost like, i think you you set like a 10 minute battle play most of the 10 minutes and then win at the end of it. Do one more match, and that next match you can do something like super short, like one stock battle, mm-hmm. and like the enemy has like a handicap or something. And then as soon as that happens, you'll get to fight a new opponent. Huh. And then turn off the game completely. Not the whole console, Switch console, but just shut the game software down. Mm-hmm. Start it back up and do it again. Do the exact same process, and you'll be able to unlock characters that way consistently over and over and over again. Neat. Um otherwise it's basically just keep playing smash until yeah. eventually you've worked in enough time to unlock the characters or play the world of light mode and you can eventually unlock them as you're playing through. Yeah. It's that not it's sense. not fun cuz it's a cool game type. It has basically like your spirit characters that you have and they have representation of those spirit characters as you're playing through. So like I'm trying to think of a good one. So most of like the anime characters that you have or something, you know, that effect you'll end up having a like a fire emblem character represent them because there's not all of these characters aren't in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think of another one that would work well though. I think that whenever they did a character from Metal Gear Solid like Otacon, they since he's like a really smart person as in general cuz he's like a scientist in the mm-hmm. character they had you play a play against Snake and since he's like a smart person he's snake good at like pliskin. making pliskin pliskin snake foreskin snake your mom uh no then he you basically fight snake but since it's basically the embodiment of oticon inside of snake that you're supposed to be fighting you it makes snake like you'll have specific precursors to the battle so you'll have. You'll fight Snake, but Snake does like dodges like crazy and he'll run away from you and then he'll plant bombs like all over the place. So you have to try and fight him and defeat him while he's doing all of this shit because it's like a very Otacon esque thing to do. Ah, okay. So they have stuff like that that Ah, happens constantly. Yes, ah, (laughs) Tacon. So they'll do that with like different characters. Like whenever they'll introduce, like, oh, you get the spirit of a piranha plant. Well, piranha plants eat things, so does Kirby. So you fight Kirby, and then he only sucks, like does a yeah. thing, he'll do that only, or something. like You know, It's just, they take all the different characters, and they give them specific precursors to, <laughs> to basically make it harder for you to fight in mm-hmm. unique, different battle formats and stuff. Sometimes you'll fight, like, multiple versions of one character. Like, you'll have, like, you're fighting, and then you'll have, like, now you'll have to fight 20 mini Game & Watch guys, because it's, basically representative of this game and watch character neil game and watch neil game and watch uh but no it's really fun like i said the, the light of, the world of light mode is really long um it but it, i i'm still enjoying myself with it i've been seeing a lot of people reviewing online on like youtube recently about smash and saying that, like they feel like smash is just like it's a game that everybody feels like they have to have but once they have it and it's, like, months down the road, they stop playing it. Unless mm. you're just, like, really hardcore into, like, the fighting game mm-hmm. community. It's just, like, one of those things. It's They say the same thing with, like, Mario Kart. People don't consistently go back and play Mario Kart all the time kind of a thing. It's, yeah. like, you... Unless you're constantly, like... Seems like if you're living with... Or you have friends
1: over all the time or yeah. whatever. Like, it's a cool... Like, Mario Kart and, and uh, Super Smash both are very much, like, a good couch co-op thing. Yeah. Because it's, like, a party game.
0: It's, like... Yeah. Something you can get together and be
1: like, oh, let's play this. And I
0: like, I think that this one, though, to me personally, and even people are saying that about this one mm-hmm. for Ultimate. I feel like they it has longevity. I mean, it has this really long single player mode that's yeah. really cool. They have the online that is starting to get some of the kinks worked out. It started off and it was kind of it's iffy. a little rough, at yeah, first. but okay. it, it's starting to get some kinks worked out, and it seems a little bit better to me anyway. But I mean, online's always fun just to compete against other people when you could do crazy different battles and stuff like that online as well it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be always straightforward stuff you can do where at one where it's like items only and and Mm -hmm. you know like a certain time limit and you have to only use pokeballs or something Mm -hmm. like that you could you can do shit like that all the time and stuff and they have like tournament play and everything in with it now so yeah I, i to me it seems like it has a little bit more longevity but the gaming side of things because of the holiday season and all that stuff wrapping up and work and baby stuff going on. It's just really all I've had time to sit yeah, down and play. Absolutely, Got some of the new games for Christmas that I'm going to dive into. Maybe I'll get a chance to talk to you about next time. That'd be cool. I know I got uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. Uh, the new Call of Duty I ended up getting because it was on... Uh, Black Black 8- Flag black ops yeah i knew it was black something black ops 4 um i ended up getting it because it was only 30 dollars <laughs> remember how my <laughs> you hit. had a rule i did have my rule it hit 30 dollars so i was like i guess i'll get it <laughs> yeah. so it did hit 30 dollars at best buy um like one week before christmas oh, so i ended up just getting it and getting it shipped and that was another present um and then i got the uh the final tomb raider in the trilogy the shadow of the tomb raider yeah that was so cheap for i got that yeah it was a. Uh, did you buy week. it with me i got it with yeah. you Whenever I got it it was thirty five, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think this the lowest I saw it on anything was I think thirty. I think it's thirty you know, right, right now, maybe on the on the PSN store. Yeah. But that was the cheapest that I had seen it at any point in time. But I'm I was super stoked Absolutely. for it. I've been ready for it. I love the first two games and this is cool to have a them knowing that they're like, we're not going to try and stretch it for any more than what it's worth. We're just going to call it a trilogy and this be the end of it. Right are they now. really?
1: That's what they're, yeah. they're kind of calling. I think it. that
0: if they do another uh, another one or something like that, it's just going to be not like a retelling or something. It's going to be just like this is Tomb Raider because this whole stuff that's going it's up tied together. Yeah, it's it's this this all three of these stories are tied together. The first one and I don't understand how they get to this point because story wise, it's it's been. You know, she's already a fucking Tomb Raider. She's tomb raid raided tombs since the second game. Yeah, but now they're acting like this is how she becomes the Tomb Raider. Um, you know, like That's Laura why it's got Rise like, of the Tomb yeah, Raider. It's Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then it becomes Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. You know, and the first one was just you know Tomb Raider, yeah. like the whatever it was. Because she was really actually did a little bit of raiding in the first one. A little but bit. Mostly but it's a, like a story development. This yeah. is supposed to be about Lara and how she eventually like comes crashing the island how she, she her dad just died mm-hmm. kind of a thing versus the Tomb Raider that we know and love from the first games is like in her mid-30s not oh, 20s she's been, she's been raiding tombs and shit like forever for like the last 20 years basically yeah. at that point because this Laura is supposed to be like in her early twenties, yeah. so you know another like 10, 15 years down the road is what I guess. I don't know. Number one, the I don't know if what I meant. If it, if they end up making more, if they're gonna be like now she's gonna be older again, she's gonna be the Lara Croft that you It'd be know. Cool if
1: they not like
0: super cool, I
1: guess, because it's just a remaster of them, but to like tie those into the series and remaster or retell the the old like yeah, one the original th- stories. Was it they do four and then they did. Revelation, or Rev- yeah, Revelation, maybe, mm-hmm. and then Angel uh, of
0: Darkness, and all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, and then I don't really like it as they much. Made it anniversary edition that was on PlayStation Three. Yeah, I've got man. it. That one's yeah. that one is one and two. Yeah, it's That's one, one the, and two together. In yeah,
1: because the well, I've got a I've got a, a trilogy. It's got like uh, maybe Legends Anniversary Edition, Anniversary Legends, and maybe Angel of Darkness. I can't remember. Right, there's like see. a there's a three a three-year on it um but i don't remember how i, thought, it I that. thought
0: that it was one and two it might just be one
1: it's it's not what i remember one being yeah, though like they continuation totally... of tomb raider legend which okay. was the 2006 game underworld that's the other one yeah that's they do the... underworld legend and anniversary together is what i've got on ps3 okay so anniversary is the continuation of legend
0: I think is, is that what, what you just said. said? I thought that's what it just takes said. place in the continuity, continuity of... of the like the same like visual style format. Oh, okay, that's what it's based it. on. Okay, but uh, that's Crystal Dynamics. First, Dude, Jesus, they've been making it first yeah. Tomb Raider remake, first Tomb Raider. They
1: really remade a lot of it though. Like mm-hmm. I remember shooting a T Rex like way earlier in the game, and I still haven't seen that T Rex yet, which I'm happy because <laughs> I never could get past the
0: T Rex. Which is really cool that a T Rex exists in this world. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> um, this is just the never... I mean, until... I feel like the first game didn't have you fighting animals and stuff. I, From what I've heard, I've heard that the Shadow of the Tomb Raider... Actually, has like tigers and shit in the jungle, like what they had in the first one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because this one's Cause like you're, the other ones have always people. been you fighting like the, the Trinity people yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, On the two Remo. Yeah, I think the new that, ones. like the new one is supposed to have like more like you're in a tomb and there's a tiger guarding something or something okay. like that or outside of this place and so you can't get past. You have to fight the tiger. I
1: always liked that better. For some reason, I liked the thought of fighting animals. Because it was unique yeah. versus well, fighting people. It, yeah,
0: it just seems more realistic, though. I mean, you're going to be a Tomb Raider. You're not trying to stop an evil organization or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, you would anticipate you're going into the depths of a jungle. There'd be, like, fucking bears vipers and, yeah. and bears and, and tigers and all that. Oh, my. oh my. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking do it.
1: I can't help it. My um, entire life is movie
0: references. <laughs> speaking of movie references, tell me some movies I haven't and TV. seen any tell me some movies and TV I've seen TV though
1: oh have you I haven't seen any movies um, I'm, I'm on a uh, on a movie uh, what's that called when you don't see things drought drought yeah you turn on the, 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 light, I will switch turn on the light yeah that'd be good um so I have uh, been watching mostly uh, young justice which was my my palm from a couple weeks back my piece of media uh, was some jung- some Young justice and uh so i've sweet young
0: justice i'm
1: six episodes into young justice and uh, i like it cool i like it it's good um they have that the what's that um on the dc universe app they had something like a a extended version or whatever of those they are uh, like a director's commentary on them is what they ended up being which i didn't Hmm. watch those because i didn't want to immediately i started and he was like just a warning this is going to be a spoiler for both seasons of young justice when you watch that so season
0: like, three was the new one that just came through from outsiders DC. yeah
1: is uh i don't know if it's it's i don't know if they're starting it immediately i don't know what the release date is on it okay um
0: but it's soon it's like i saw i've just been seeing a bunch of ads and stuff yeah. for it on different websites yeah. and whatnot
1: young justice outsiders is season three of that so um but yeah young justice is good it's uh it's own kind of thing um it definitely how's uh, young batman He's not young in there. <laughs> he's normal. Uh but it just it seems like it's just a continuation of like Justice League and things Grandpa like that. Grandpa Batman? And Grandpa Batman. Uh been watching some more Riverdale. Yeah. Been watching Archie getting into fight clubs and things like that. Is that still a thing? Um I don't, in, in episode five he escaped from from Juvie, so oh, we'll see what happens. Oh shit. So I he's know, out of the fight scene. He's out of the
0: yeah. Did he win any matches? He won a lot. Oh he did. <laughs> He was, was he really a good fighter? He was a great fighter. He was a brawler. Um, I don't really know. He's a... I'm just telling you, I saw that one scene. I think it was from the first episode.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's about all I've been watching. Uh, just Young Justice in Riverdale. A little bit of Sabrina sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I haven't been home a lot to do that uh, kind of thing. But that's what I'm trying to do. What about you? been watching TV and or movies?
0: I've been watching stuff. Oh yeah? What kind of stuff? I've been watching all kinds of cool stuff. I like your hood. Do you? Yeah. It's representative because I'm dark and I'm moody, just and like the characters in the show I was watching. Gotham. No. Uh, dark and moody. Castlevania.
1: Oh, I don't I don't know that one. I'm not familiar I've with it.
0: I've got that. season two downloaded and I was able to watch some stuff while I'm at work. Ooh. Whenever I have the down times. i so jealous of you. The downs times. So jealous of your uh, my dad's times. your your time that
1: you can take on there. It's awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, we started season two. It's only eight episodes. Um, mm-hmm. season one was only four, I and mean, it's not really speaking. It was literally just doubled the. Extent That's a tiny of amount. It's originally Castlevania. The first season was just supposed to be a movie. Like, it was just going to be, like, an hour okay. and a half long movie. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why it's only the four episodes, because instead of making it just a full-on movie, they I was just like, we're going to try go. and do it a series. That's cool. So they gave Netflix the, the first season as basically almost like a pilot, mm-hmm. basically, to see if people liked it. It had such a good, like, response from it. That's when the second season nice. got picked up, so... Eight episodes. They said that they're going to stick with an eight episode format. They already greenlit season three, mm-hmm. um, so it'll be another eight episodes coming out. I think I don't think it's 2019. I think it's actually sometime 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I started this one. I'm only a couple episodes in, but it's just as good to me. I this series and the story is awesome. It still follows the a lot of the characters from Castlevania three, um, okay. and. I just love the interaction between a lot of the different characters. They started introducing a couple of other characters from the same game. It's just weird, though, to me, too, just to think, story and continuity-wise, that this kind of a semi-story and everything exists on a game that came out on the N- NES. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just thinking of this, this is such a, like a really deep, rich story that comes out of a fucking 8-bit game. That came out like 30 years ago, mm-hmm. almost at this point. And it's just nuts to me to think about like that something like that's even possible. You don't really think about diving into Castlevania and thinking about like the story and content that comes out of it unless you think of Castlevanias that came out in like PlayStation area, like Symphony of the Night and or you know, Aria of Sorrow and all those on. Ah, I see. Those always had like super rich story and it was about story development. These were just like, oh, you're going to jump in. Oh, you're fucking fighting Dracula. Oh, look, there's a spooky bat. You know, and that's about the extent of it, it yeah. seemed like, to me. but then they're just like, fucking hold on, pump your brakes. This character's got a super awesome backstory that we're going to tell you all about. That's Because cool. we read the instruction manual, and there's <laughs> oh, some more of a backstory yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So it's really awesome just to see all the this character development that's coming out of something this old, and that mm-hmm. just makes me... Uh, Makes me smile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then apart from that, I've been watching just more of the Viceland shows. Like, uh, Fuck That's Delicious and stuff. Uh, I found out, we I don't know if we talked about it the last time or not, about his other show that's on there, the Untitled Action Bronson show. Mm-mm. I don't know if we talked about it. No. There's another one that was on there that actually already got, I think, maybe canceled. Oh. It I lasted see. like 59 episodes, but it was supposed to be almost like a nightly talk show type thing. Oh, uh, okay. Um... And I guess the reason why Vice was saying they were wanting to let it go is they felt like his his format for everything that he had was way too sloppy ah. and just didn't fit like what you would think like a night show mm-hmm. circuit format to be, which is fine. but yeah. at the same time, I am like, that's just action Bronson. That's, yeah. that's just who he is. I mean, fuck that's delicious. His format's not like, Set down to a T exactly, you know, yeah. perfect or whatever. Maybe
1: with it being a nightly show, they wanted. Yeah, something a little I guess different th- th- than... that
0: must be what they meant—the it and stuff. Have but you? have had been quite watching... a few people on there on that show and stuff. That was pretty famous people that ended up coming on there. Gotcha. They would cook together. They would do other stuff because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I. Whenever I went back and I read more about Action Bronson prior to him becoming a hip hop star, now. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to college. He's a culinary chef. So that's where the food. That's the food comes in. love comes from because he's loved food his entire life, um, went to school for it, trained to become a culinary chef. He actually was a chef at like some restaurant, mm-hmm. got injured, hurt his wrist and his leg really bad. And while he was off on his injury, he started getting a rap. Mm. And that was like more or less how that kind of like became his thing. He made the rap like that kind of his, his new love. Yeah, but he gets
1: to still play in the food kind of world with these shows and everything yeah have you watched uh dasis and marrow is that on i don't know if it's still even on it was uh um it was a vice show or a viceland show dasis dasis and marrow i don't know how you Um, spell dasis i don't remember it's a like a d-e-u-a deus no uh marrow deus you were so close to it m-e-r-o d-e it's like jesus but like with jesus a d. with a d
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i've never seen this
1: it's dasis and marrow uh i guess it's still on it looks like it, they had some episodes in 18 yeah uh they it's like a talk show kind of a thing uh it's good i like their show a lot cool um it's a it's a viceland uh or it was a viceland show i just saw some about showtime yeah it's in there uh but yeah there were
0: there it was a good talk show if you will they're getting a new showtime show that begins in february this is oh. effective November 30th so I guess they're gonna get a Showtime show too I wonder if it's in
1: place of like they're moving from viceland to
0: their new late Showtime. night show on Showtime the bodega boys are set to launch huh cable network in February hmm. so I don't know it doesn't really say that they're gonna be stopping so bodega boys was the name of their podcast first game fame with the bodega boy podcast and, and then, then the web series and then mtv's guide code and huh. then they were picked up by viceland for their show that's cool so i guess maybe i don't know maybe, maybe they're true. gonna be off of viceland and they're just gonna go to showtime that'd be a i don't know might be a better move it's for a them bump and, up for them yeah. yeah
1: yeah uh it's good i like that that's a good vice and then uh alan page has that gaycation show is on there mm. too that one's a good one um that's uh some good tv is
0: that all your tv yeah that was all my tv
1: what about your movie you got a movie you watched a movie
0: Movies are long. Uh, well, I mean, I actually started today while I was cleaning house. Infinity watching War. Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> I started in Infinity War, and then I realized after it had been about 25 to 30 minutes that I wasn't cleaning anything <laughs> and that I was just watching Infinity War. Have you watched that? Or have you seen it already or haven't seen it at all? No, we watched it. We okay. watched it in the theaters. That's what I thought so. Yeah. No, we so. wouldn't watch it. it. Yeah. It's a good one, though.
1: It's a good pickup, though. Like, it's one that you can play in the background. Yeah. And as long as you don't get too it was distracted. It just like I've only actually
0: seen it like two times now. And that was like the third time. It just seems like it's still way too new for me to be a movie that I'm just like, I, I'm just going to have to throw this on in the background. Don't. I ended up turning on Red versus Blue because I know like fucking every line. And you I've just, seen that so many can just times. You quote so it just, while it's going on. Yeah. So I'm just cleaning while I had that, that on instead.
1: That movie, we put it on yesterday during Christmas. Uh, that movie is like the Russo brothers have perfected transitioning and telling multiple stories at one time. Yeah. Like, that is the epitome, I was talking about this earlier with a friend, uh, this is the epitome of being able to tell, tell multiple stories sequentially throughout, it's like reading an issue of a comic book, if you're watching, if you're reading, like, four issues, or four different comic books, month to month, is like, watching that movie, it's like, okay, I read Iron Man number 43, and then I read Thor, and then I read Guardians, and then like, and the next month I picked up, and there's Iron Man, like, it's like just what, like it's amazing. Like they figured, they cracked that
0: fucking code. It's and really, I love how it's so sequential, like you're saying. But like with the after credit sequences being so and, kind of like the after credit sequence that happens in Ragnarok is directly tied into the pickup of what happens at the beginning of Infinity yeah. War. Like yeah. that's a, like literally it. Yeah, like it's this you just shoot, goes to show like the after credit sequence aren't just like nothing to kind of kind yeah. of goff at kind of yeah. a thing. It's important what you're gonna see.
1: They are a they are a well-oiled machine. At least the Russo brothers. I mean, Marvel's great, and and Kevin Feige's got it going on. But like the Russo brothers, you can tell. I've told they f- they've figured out how to tell stories. I mean, yeah. and the even the evolution from like Winter Soldier to Civil War to this is like. And Civil War had a good transitions from from story to story to story. But this is so smooth that you don't even realize. Oh, I've just watched, like, four different movies at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's good uh, stuff.
0: They're, they're good, and if they... Uh... Just in general, I mean, yes, with the help of the Russo brothers, but just... I don't know. I just feel like Marvel's movies are just so strong anymore. And I don't care about Marvel movies
1: really that much. To me, it is the Russo brothers. Like, watching that deadly class pilot is just like, okay, it's these guys. Like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, They're crazy. Um, I mean Marvel's gonna be good uh, I, you know Captain Marvel looks like it's gonna be an alright movie that follows a, a story format we're kind of familiar with from what I can tell oh yeah and uh, and Almost they're gonna every continue. origin
0: story format's gonna have something similar that yeah. we're kind of hearkening That's back ever, to
1: they didn't do that with Spider-Man and I liked that they yes didn't, they didn't, this time around they did not do that with Spider-Man I, we've, we've seen two origin movies for Spider-Man who was
0: it, it was Spider-Man uh, Favreau uh,
1: no that was uh, Sam Raimi the first one no, oh, the new one. For the new Homecoming. one. I don't know who did it. It's not Favreau though. That movie is fucking well made. It's good. It's a definitely a well made flick there. Um I do like me, the Spider Man of the Homecomings. And I don't I'm curious as you're pulling this up if uh the same person's doing the Far From Far Home. From home. I think it is. John Watts is who's who uh directed that one. And uh I am John Watts. He's a uh, he, he did cucker. I don't. I'm not familiar with. Company. I don't either. I don't... Yes, <laughs> he, he's doing it as well. He is doing. That was far like more literally too. the
0: last movie that he did prior to the Spider Man. They were like yes. they saw this movie with Kevin Bacon. They was just like, you know what? We should give him Spider Man. He did uh, Jewish Santa is coming. <laughs> Onion News Network stuff. He did the uh,
1: short for uh, Soul Meets Body, Death Cap for Cutie. Huh? Huh? He's a uh, like a music he's, video he's, director. He's, I feel like he's
0: There's... basically brand new. To me. I yeah. mean, not that he isn't. Not a lot new. of features under his yeah, belt. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like a yeah. full feature that's like of this scoping scale. Because I feel like Cop Car probably wasn't. That might be a straight to video. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. But giving somebody that did straight to video on music videos and stuff like that to something like Homecoming. it just, that speaks to. And that
1: might be why they did it. Because he was used, like, he, they wanted a, like a music video take on it. Yeah. Perhaps. I don't know, man. It's really good though. Yeah. is. Muy great. Yes. That's very great in Spanish. Mm-hmm. You got that. You nailed it. Um, we got music next. Have you been listening to music? You like tunes?
0: I do like tunes. Have you been listening to I've tunes? I've not listened to anything new, really. What, there what was a, stuff What is new to? that came out that I had listened to? I listened to the new record tours. Uh, they've got two is, new tracks out. Jack White still in the band? Yep. Still Jack White. Still Brandon, whatever his name is. Ralph. It's not Brandon Ralph. Superman. I swear, that was the first name and the first last name I thought of after I said Brandon. But it is definitely not Brandon Ralph. I can't think of his name. He's the other guy that sings with him in the band. Boyd. It's not Brandon Boyd. He's
1: got a good voice. I've been listening to a lot of Incubus lately.
0: Yeah, I actually made an Incubus playlist on my Spotify. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've been, oh, yeah. I've been listening to it lately as well.
1: I just felt like I needed to get back into him and uh, I gave the. Eight, a re-listen. I mm-hmm. no still hate uh, it? No, I. I eight's got a, it's like a fifty-fifty for me. There's like about half the songs are really good, and the other half are hard to swallow. Yeah, a lot better than if if not now then or whatever it was called. If not that Now that song, it
0: was most that album was mostly just low. Yeah, low energy, just yeah. like real kind of like chill music. Yeah, I told Mandy, I said it seems like whenever you go into eight, between listening to something like a crow left the murder versus yeah. eight, you can see the music. One hundred percent takes a complete flip. Yeah, it's still good music. It's still good album and everything, but it almost sounds like, even guitar working wise and drum wise especially, which I would listen to more. Yeah. It seems like Jose was extra lazy on on eight. Oh, versus something like if you go back and listen to the drums on like Crow Left the Murder, he's like they're fucking all of them are knocking out of the park. Yeah. Amazing solos, just really yeah. good jams in the middle of songs, like the perfect one I can think of just with like that classic Incubus feel to it would be like Six Sad a Little World. Yeah. Because it's like six minutes, got that like two and a half minute just fucking jam in the middle. Yeah. And it's all just so well written from everybody's yeah. part. Yeah. Well, that was the um, first Ben
1: Kinney album. So, like... Yes. He definitely had yeah. a, a... Well, it's just...
0: It's almost like whenever... Uh, what was it? On Year of the Black Rainbow, whenever they picked yeah. up... uh the, oh, drum, the drummer. Old drummer from Dillinger yeah. and stuff. It was almost like they ended up write, like rewriting not rewriting like reinventing certain ways that they yeah. would end up playing guitar Then you listen to like guns of summer on that album yeah. or something like that and you just hear the whole guitar you know like it was like oh he never does fucking shit like that yeah. ever it was definitely and then then he's doing like the fucking dillinger drums mixed yeah. in with it and i'm just like yes this album's rad
1: he last two albums on that or two, two yeah. was all he it was it was year of the black rainbow and then what's the one after that
0: no he did both of those the ascension descension stuff. Oh, he did descention and ascension. Okay, yes. and that was it. That was he did those 3 and then that okay. was it. The, the, then they got the new drummer. The I think old, his name is Josh. That's the old drummer. Josh, he's the old back. drummer He's yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Josh is back and then he was the caller before the sun and dark matter, yeah. 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 Yes, yes. I yes, like yes. It.
1: I like it all. I like it. It was cool to have a little bit of a different influence, but yeah, Ben Kinney, uh, I even it made me go back and like listen to Ben Kinney's albums a little bit yeah. too. He's so. a really good writer.
0: He is a he's a great writer. Um so listen to reiki that's the new new um i found out which i it surprises me not more people have been doing it because i do still listen to lo-fi more on a regular kick of just kind of if i'm just relaxing or if i'm cleaning or anything like we talked about before Mm -hmm. i went just out of curiosity looking for um some lo-fi music that had some video game influences because occasionally you'll hear lo-fi artists like actually just throw in a little bit of flavor and stuff like that maybe some sound effects but nothing that's like just completely derivative from a video game Mm -hmm. and i found a couple of different artists that actually just lo-fi artists this one guy i think his name's just miguel like that's his like lo-fi name Mm. um and he wrote a whole album called zelda and chill and it's all just zelda inspired lo-fi music and it's pretty fucking rad Hmm. i really like it a lot um and then it made me go and find some other ones from different people. There's one guy, uh, I'll have to try and see if I can figure it out real quick or find it real quick. He's He wrote music for, uh, his name's Amphi. He writes uh, more lo-fi inspired music too. Some of it's video game inspired, some of it's not. Uh, one of the songs that I saved was the entirety of the song, including the bass lines, everything that he uses. Um, and it sounds like a straight-up lo-fi song, is completely pulled out of the sound bank from uh, the uh, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Okay. From Super Nintendo. And, uh, like, literally every, like, boom like, it's all just from, like, the fucking MIDI files and shit from the game. Huh. So it's cool that he took, like, every single aspect of that song is absolutely everything from the game. It's just really neat to hear uh, somebody doing something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, another guy named dj Cutman, which is uh harken back to mega man cuts man's a boss um he makes a bunch of different video game inspired lo-fi music to uh ranging from mega man all the way to like castlevania um even some newer games like there's some monster hunter sounding tracks that are on there too that are really neat um and then i think i might have mentioned it at one point in time a long time ago but I re- i've rediscovered that they put sega put out a bunch of their soundtracks on yeah. spotify Um, I was going back through some of them and everything and um, re-listening to some of the other ones. There's some Sonic games that have come out that I've not played at all. And I just went through and listened to some of the soundtracks and stuff because more of those are almost like, a lot of the newer like 3D Sonic games like the RPG games, type stuff not the RPG but like the 3D Sonic ones oh. like Sonic Adventure and all those they usually have a soundtrack that's almost like 80's hair metal inspired in a way oh okay and it's not great music but uh-huh. it's okay and funny and entertaining but there's some on these newer uh, some tracks that are on some of the newer albums That are like really good hard rock, and it's just instrumental. Hmm. It almost just sounds like some like prog rock that you would just turn on, like that's just instrumental shit that's just playing in the background, I guess I'm assuming, in the game, just for like background music or whatever, but you don't really pick it apart and listen to it because you're playing attention to the game more so. But I just went and listened to some of those too, and that's really good. And then the Skies of Arcadia soundtrack's on there too. So I threw that on some playlists and stuff and had some of that on there, but not really listened to a ton of new stuff, honestly. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. What? You have any? What else have you been listening to? Anything else?
1: Podcasts. Podcasts. Standards. Uh, you know, tell them Steve, Dave, yeah.
0: and the Patreon of that. And the uh, uh. there's a Game of Thrones podcast that I used to listen to all the time. I don't know if I mentioned it before. Uh, it's called Game of Microphones. Okay. Um, they had this guy. His name's Duncan, and he was like basically kind of the creator of the podcast. He had another guy. I think his name was Jason or something that was a co creator with him. And they ended up having like a weird falling out last year. Um, they're doing a series rewatch now, basically from the perspective of somebody that has watched everything all the way up to the end of season seven, episode seven. Mhm. um, so they're doing a full series rewatch and the idea of the premise of it was that they will do an episode every single week and by the time they finished it whenever they started this series rewatch it would be time for the debut of season 8 episode 1. There you go. So that way they could talk about it and that was how they were going to do it and they stopped in like May doing it completely because come to find out there was like a huge falling out. They tried to rename the podcast, the Jason guy took over like as the main person for the podcast. Said that like Duncan was hard to work with, he was like super irate and all this other shit. And then there was like a huge big fight between all of them. Um the Jason guy started doing it with another like a girl or two or something as like the co host. Um they still did the series rewatch up until like September. So they and both then
1: it, did their own series rewatch. No, but the- I mean
0: like Duncan stopped completely. Oh. He just didn't do another thing. He was talking about maybe creating another one, but then he just kinda stopped completely. Mm-hmm. Um, got to the point where it hit like September and then they just fucking stopped. And then Duncan got back a hold of them all and then got rights back to everything, renamed it all back to uh, uh, back to Game of Microphones. Because they, they started their own studio called Podcastica or something like that. That was the old one. Mm-hmm. And then so Duncan made a new one called, I think it's called like Nocto Studios or something like that, and yeah. rebooted Game of Microphones on there. And picked up where they left off, basically with the episodes, so that way he could still continue the rewatch of everything. And he's got another lady co-host that's on there with him, but he's the one that's mained it now. Which I've always liked him better as a speaker, anyways. And I thought it was kind of shitty the way that everything ended up going down. But now that he's got it, if you like Game of uh, Game of Thrones, it's a really well thought out um, format. How they got everything cool. They each pick out like their top specific like three or five things from the episodes they'll talk about them back and forth going back to their tops Um, they've got like a news corner they talk about specific like old lore that ties into whatever episode that they're they're watching and stuff too Um, and he just knows like fucking everything front to back as it goes about anything that's in the old Westeros universe he's really zoomed in yeah so he knows everything as it goes so it's really informative listening to it and even hearing specific things that I might not have picked up on before mm-hmm. watching the episode. And you go, ah, oh, yes. yeah, that's really It's one of those, and it's pretty cool.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice.
0: How about, like, books? Comics? Comics? You been books? reading any? Comic books? I've read comic books. Yeah? Before. Recently? Yes. In recent times? In recent times. What you been reading? Uh, I read through the first... Issue of Oblivion song. How was it? It's good. Yeah, it's really good. I have not. I have it, but I just have not. Really neat. Really well written. I really like the idea of everything they're going with, and story wise, it makes me super excited because I didn't really read a ton of comics this year. Mm-hmm. I guess that was like a pull from this year that I really did enjoy, honestly. Even yeah. though it was just one issue. Absolutely. But Um, I really dig it. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I don't want to say too much about it, though, apart from what we already talked about as a brief synopsis. But um, it's definitely worth reading for sure. Um, Apart from that, I went back through because I've been reading more of the Ultimates, like I was saying before, Mm -hmm. and trying to find out where I left off before a long time ago whenever I just kind of stopped reading them and trying to pick up on where I was at with it. And uh, I stopped the Spider-Man at think i'm on what would be trade issue like 21 and i started going back to the ultimate x-men and i've started reading those on the marvel unlimited app so i keep those <coughs> uh downloaded i'll have the 12 issues at a time and i'll just take those with me to work and read cool. them on downtime that i nice. might have or anything like that too so i've been going through a lot of those and some of you can tell and it might sound weird you can tell some of the writing is like early 2000s I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the way the tone, the tone, the yep. language, the stuff that they say. Like you can tell like we're rebooting the franchise and a, a new X-Men movie just came out. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's called X-Men. You might like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um Are you so, reading the,
1: you said you oh, reading Ultimate Spider-Man too? Yeah. When does
0: uh when does Miles Morales come into that? He's not in it yet and that's like this would be so trade is 21 then there's six issues apiece okay so so it's deep into it's pretty deep it's deep into ultimate spider-man
1: yeah. i don't know why i always thought that ultimate spider-man was the like miles morales story no this
0: is like peter whenever he's in high school huh okay like he's he was like a sophomore starting off kind yeah. of thing in the series so that's how that that's how that whole kind of interesting thing starts off yeah um but no the ultimately this The Ultimate X Men's been really good so far. Uh, It's cool reading all these different um, sets of series. Uh, I know Ultimate Spider Man or Ultimate X Men. It starts off with um, the Sentinels, the whole Sentinel invasion happening. Um, It moves into Weapon X stuff shortly thereafter, Um, and then it goes into. some one-offs almost in a way with certain issues as it goes through um, for characters that they'll eventually introduce. So one of the first ones that they did was like a four-part series just about Gambit, which nice. is awesome because I love Gambit so as a character. So they spent some time on them individually. Yeah, they spend some time on certain characters individually just kind of trying to like introduce them but not introduce them because at one point in time in the Gambit series that's happening in inside the Ultimate X-Men, Xavier and I think Storm's with him is pushing him in the wheelchair, and they they meet him and they try to introduce him and they're like, "We could take you in, we could get you food, we could get you warmth, and we could help you with anything that you have going on and everything." And he's just like, "You know, like I don't know why people keep offering me help. I don't want help or yeah. something like that. I'm fine on my own." And just kind of walks off. And that's like the only time you see like anybody that's an X Men at that point in time because it's like all like this other story nice. just about Gambit, which yeah. is really neat him saving like a little girl whose parents got murdered and it's basically him and hammerhead are like the only two people that are in it that are known nice and that's it but it's been really cool so far um i read a little bit more of uh deadpool versus old man logan i'm only on like issue four or five or something of Mm -hmm. it but it's still really good too yeah solid yeah solid story uh, what you got for me, boy?
1: Um, Reading. Uh, I haven't done any reading uh, at all, but I did get my... Uh, I was able to get American Gods back on my audiobook uh, from the library, uh, so I'll finish that up. I got like five hours left of it. Um, I'm excited to finish that one up. And then I am currently in the process of kind of... I, I moved into uh, a new house, like, uh, the towards the beginning of this past year, 2018. And uh, and I when we moved in, I just kind of... The office just got stuff in it. It's not really prettified or anything. Yeah. Uh, so I've been trying to figure out how I want to organize everything, how I want to set it up. And one of those things is that my comic book collection, though it is not massive, it's uh, large for me. Um, it's definitely... Um, Let's see, I've probably, I think I ended up having probably about 15 short boxes of comics is yeah. kind of where I was at. And I don't want to have a, a collection that large, but I have a lot of books I haven't read yet in that collection. Um, so I'm at this weird kind of crossroads where I my, I have a large, my my two-read pile is massive. Uh, as it is when you're just a collector, you get two-read piles that are big um but i've got a lot going on with that pile and i'm trying to figure out i'd like to read them and then go okay do i want to keep this book or do i want to get rid of it is it worth it or not yeah and so i am in this weird thing where i need to do a lot of reading so hopefully uh 2019 will be filled with a lot more the year of reading reading.
0: it'll be the year of reading (laughs) reading writing and phonics So whenever you listen, and this is back to your American gods and stuff, whenever you listen to your audiobooks apart from just like, do you listen to them anywhere else other than just drive back and forth? I haven't before. I haven't. I didn't know if that was a thing that you did. Yeah. I find it like hard to, because I I listen to podcasts sometimes whenever I'm like cleaning. I'll put like the Bluetooth in my ear and stuff like that. I just didn't know because like a podcast, I'll listen to it. And sometimes, obviously I'm listening, but at the same time, it's okay to kind of, Tune out a smidge, yeah. Put it in the background, you know, just kind of in the back of your head while you're listening to it, versus something that like it's a book, it's involved. I want to know what's going on to it because it seems like something that I'm interested and I want to pay attention to it. So that's why it's always been hard for me because of like an audiobook. Like if I'm in the car or I'm at work or something like that, and I have like my Bluetooth in or whatever, I can listen to it and I can be content because. I'm mostly just focusing on. I can mostly focus on the audiobook if I've got and nothing sim- else going on. And it's one simple task, like it's yeah. like
1: you're you're doing this job or you're driving. Um, yeah. I'll do it while I'm running. I'll run yeah. and listen to audiobooks. Uh, I don't listen to music when I run. Typically, it's usually mm-hmm. the podcasts or audiobooks. Uh, but I'll do it when I'm running, which is just one task. And so I think if you're doing one, but yeah, when you're cleaning or doing stuff around the house, it I find it hard to listen to an audiobook at the same
0: time. I agree. Yeah, I just didn't know that I'm. I'm and I just didn't know if it was like a weird thing to where people listen to their stuff at. I've heard somebody say that before, other than you, that they listen to like podcasts and stuff while they run. And I was just like, well, first of all, I don't run, so I mean, that's that's a thing, (laughs) there's that, but second of all, I was just like, I don't know, like, part of me is just like, if I'm going, I almost feel like I would need that beat or that rhythm or something going on. To pay attention to other than people's voices drowning out my. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that, but then I found that the beats controlled
1: my pace. Ah, oh, I got you. And if I so if I was running at a certain pace with a certain song, <laughs> only then, only listen to Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as soon as I if the if the beat changed, my pace would change, and I it would you. affect my time more than I wanted it to. Especially, you would probably have the same problem as like. You're musically driven. You're a musician. Yeah. So, like, you're paying attention to that beat constantly. Um, I think somebody who isn't maybe a musician probably wouldn't affect him as much. Yeah. But being a musician runner, yeah, it definitely... I, I find myself, if if I'm not listening to everything's at 130 RPMs or whatever, um, that I would... Is it RPMs? BPMs. BPMs. Uh, RPMs would be your rotations per minute on yeah, your, on uh, your wheel. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, I would totally... Go from like listening to Basket Case to uh, Time of Your Life, and it would just be a totally different, uh, yeah, totally different feel. You want to slow down, <laughs> exactly. So uh, no, I I definitely listen to spoken stuff a lot better. That's cool. When I'm running. Um, yeah. Is that it, we we're done with our, our list of those things? We're done with lists. You want to go to our our, uh, our tops for 2018? we tops. We got tops, isn't that like old ladies go to weigh in? Top's yeah what yeah what are you talking about Top's is that like group where like old ladies go to weigh in every every week I don't really. <coughs> like my grandma goes to Top's Top's Club yeah what does it stand for
0: Top's real people real weight loss this is the thing that people do yeah how long ago and uh, still not no. I mean, like how when did it start um I don't know there's got to be a history how of does Tops. it work. <laughs> Tops doesn't pay celebrities to endorse us and we don't promise quick fixes or promote unrealistic images of the That's perfect body. That's why you don't body. know about it. They haven't promoted. Yeah, they don't. don't promote anything.
1: Yeah, it's it's just a group. Uh take off pounds sensibly is what it stands for. Ah. Uh, yeah. They uh you can go to um success stories.
0: There's Jeffrey, stop. <laughs> um yeah. I'm Martin and I just farted. <laughs> the the majority
1: of them are Oh wait, old guys, people. go
0: to the Tops website and then click on uh, success stories that way you know who I'm talking about. You do a voice for somebody. I'm not going to do, do this. It. I
1: feel like no, I don't want to.
0: <laughs> I'm Bob and I feel like dying. <laughs> There's Bob L and then Bob O. I'm Lynn and secretly I'm a bitch. <laughs> But you wouldn't know it from my day to day. So,
1: on your tops uh, for <laughs> for 2018,
0: uh, what was your uh, what, what was about your... Cody K? He looks like a retired Disney star. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: my tops, you. We liked things. We liked things in 2018. We did. We liked a lot of things in 2018. Yeah. So this list. Let's so is... reminisce. This list was a little uh, difficult for me. Yeah, Mui? Uh, muy, muy difficult. That means muy very difficult. difficult in Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah, because I find myself generally through all of these topics uh, listening or watching or reading or whatever older stuff. Yes, uh,
0: very and, much so. So going to specifically... The only true piece of media is that I consume that are probably more or less new new would video be games. video games. Yeah. yeah, and then probably after that would be music. Yeah. That's probably the newest ones that I would correlate with. But even it come back to comics, you mm-hmm. know, this whole time we've been talking about me yeah. rereading it's a lot all old of old shit, old trying spot. to get caught yeah. back up on things. So. Absolutely.
1: Well, uh, so let's let's start off with games then. Let's start off with games. What? Uh, so we're going like 1-2-3 three, or 3-2-1? Three, we'll what go 3-2-1. You, you want 3-2-1? Okay, yeah. so let's start with
0: your number three top game of 2018 I'm going to pick my number three, which I don't have them in any definitive order on here. Okay. I don't think anybody's going to hate you for it. I I hope they don't hate me. Please don't hate me, guys. Uh, My number three I will pick to be, uh, which is really hard because I'm basing this off of the amount of time that I've actually given the game throughout the course of the year. It might be a completely different list in two months if I give more time to other Mm -hmm. games. Plus, there's other games that came out that I just got that I haven't played, so um Fair. my number three i'm actually going to give to monster hunter world nice uh we briefly talked about it a couple of different times on this mm-hmm. um podcast it came out it's early a couple, in the year it, right? it came out in january that's why i told you earlier i was like i threw me off because it almost seems like a title to me that came out in like august or september of 2017 mm. and then the fact that it came out in january of this year just threw me way off but yeah. uh it's a really solid title. I've, I've not played a Monster Hunter game since they were super young in like the PS2 era. But I really enjoyed this. This Monster Hunter world is supposed to open up and be more open-ended as far as the things that you can actually go out and do in the world. You don't necessarily have to follow the definitive storyline. There's a lot of other pickups and stuff, different monsters that you can go hunt. Uh, they've added in tons of DLC characters for you to go and fight and get. Um... And it's multiplayer too which was super fun especially like whenever it first came out us being like it seemed like everybody was playing and i was able to play it like a four player co-op with some of the other guys from the other podcast and it was just really rewarding doing something like that like something about setting out together having like a plan that you're all coming up with to try and who's going to carry this weapon into battle and then you find this creature that's like Four times larger than the fucking screen. Even like you have to like make your character look up and break his fucking neck to even see this like giant T-Rex or something ah. that you're fighting, and coming up with a tactic to defeat this thing because it's even going to be even harder whenever you're fighting with more than one person. Mm-hmm. So you have to come up with specific tactics of like who's going to attack what, where this guy's going to draw this creature over here, and we're going to set traps and stuff like that, and come up with different unique ways to try and take down the monsters and stuff and as you kill the monsters you get monster parts um that you're able to kind of like hack off of the monster you take those monster parts and you can fashion new weapons and armor and stuff like that out of them so you are encouraged to go out and actually like kill these things there's more than more to it than just you know just simply killing the monsters for fun um but it's a really cool experience it's hard to describe honestly it's it's a it's a third person semi open world game um the way that you track monsters and stuff like that's really cool too, because you actually do have to track them. It's it's full on like you're hunting and in certain aspects of it too. Like you'll actually find tracks in the mud and stuff. You'll find scents and stuff like that, and it's a matter of actually tracking down the creature to its nest, um, and and fighting and hunting and killing. It's just a really fun experience, and I would recommend it to anybody. All the DLC that's come out for it, um, content wise, for like the creatures and stuff, is free and it's always going to be free. They have specific like sets of armor and stuff like that that uh <coughs> sorry, that you can uh that you can get and pay for, but it's mostly just like well you like with like Fortnite, so if the cosmetic mm-hmm. shit you can get like a oh, well since it's a Capcom game, uh the huntress chick that gives you your quests to go out and find these creatures to hunt and kill. She can be dressed up like Chun Li if you want from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and you pay two ninety nine. She can wear a Chun Li outfit. You know, they have shit like that that you, that you can change and do oh, all okay. the time, or emotes for your character that you can pay for. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to do that. And all the regular DLC is absolutely free. So whenever it came out at the time, I think I got it for like fifty five bucks. And they've now put out what they have have as an equivalent of I think they said of over a hundred dollars worth of content extra in DLC alone that they've done that has been absolutely free because they'll have seasonal events and stuff like that too um that they change parts of the world completely for and then like I said they'll add in new monsters and shit like that all the time and even though it came out in January they've still been doing regular updates for this game on a monthly basis so it's not something that they that Capcom's been like sleeping on or anything like Mm -hmm. that they're actually making sure that they put out the content for the people that are playing the game Like they even said it was like until we're on to the next Monster Hunter project, we're going to continue to do this. Even if it's like four years down the road, they're still going to put shit into this game and give it effort because they know there's still going to be people that are on there playing all the time that are fans that love the game, that want to have more new stuff to do. Interesting. Yeah. What was your number three? My number three,
1: uh, the, like I said, this was difficult because, uh, I mean, most of you know that I'm only playing Kingdom Hearts 90% of the time. muy Difficile? Mui. Uh, I don't know what that means, but... Uh... Oh. No, it's very... Uh, Difficult. Very difficult. Difficile. Difficile. Uh, uh, my number three was the, uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy remaster. Nice. Um. It's a good pool, Only because I think that's, there's only three games that I've played that are new this year, uh, and that's one of them. Uh, so. New uh, old games. We kind of, yeah, we <laughs> talked about this a little bit. It's like, okay, like, how do remasters and additional DLC and, and things like that kind of play into it? And, uh, you know, with the amount of time it takes to to do these remasters and those new stories and DLCs, uh, I think it's in in our non rule kind of world where it's just the two of us making up shit like that doesn't really affect anybody else. Um, I think a remastered, if if good enough, is it's probably worth talking about. And well, yeah, for sure, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy was definitely worth talking about. It was cool too get that game back in your hands to me it was kind of like oh i remember this game Mm -hmm. but it's been a while and uh it looked good like it was and you know without having something to really compare it to like if you're not sitting there side by side playing the old one, it just seems like oh, this makes sense for it to look this good, right? Um, and they added a little bit of uh, never before played like kind of content
0: to it. Uh, nothing major. I don't think it was so like I one. i I've actually whatnot. played the insane trilogy. I've seen people play it online, like on Twitch and stuff, yeah. but I've never actually played it myself. Yeah, it,
1: it looked good. I didn't. I uh, played it for a bit and then realized that I probably wouldn't revisit it um, right now. I'm. I kind of keeping an eye on. Uh, they've got a combo right now with like the Spyro trilogy uh that you can get them together and right now it's on sale for like 50 bucks for that's cool. for all six games i guess that's sweet uh so it's kind of something to, to keep an eyeball on but that's my number three was the crash bandicoot remaster
0: what was your two my number two i'm gonna actually have to do is like a split i have to be two two things like because we we talked about it before a little bit earlier it was just because we don't really i don't really know if i consider dlc as a definitive game to consider it that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, that's why I was going to say one of my number twos will be uh, Spider-Man. Yes. Yes, Spider-Man is definitely uh, up there. That was like one of the, if not the best made superhero game that I have ever played. Mm -hmm. Is definitely up there with the Arkham series to me anyways. And you know, I'm like fucking diehard Marvel fanboy anyways. So, Mm -hmm. I love Spider-Man and he's like my favorite Marvel character anyways. So, I guess he must be my favorite superhero character at yeah, that point I think you do um, this game front to back has just been so good I'm not even all the way through it yet I still have so much more to go through and all the side content to go through on this and it just blows me away all the different stuff that they've been able to throw into it and it makes me I get in one of those weird frame of minds with certain games like this especially since this is made by insomniac games um, they're the people that made like the infamous titles and they made uh, Ratchet and Clank and all that stuff. If it's an open world game like this, like the other infamous titles have, I get into this frame of mind that I just have to 100% it for Ah. whatever reason. And not all open world games are that way for me. Like, I can go through Skyrim and I could play a lot of the side content and not 100% it and be okay with Mm -hmm. myself that way. And same thing with, like, Red Dead and stuff. I'll play through the story. I'll do some side shit, but I won't do everything. But these games for whatever reason, I don't know what it you is must. about Insomniac that makes it. It's just like the world is so big, but at the same time it it almost the way they develop it and they make it it almost like everything seems like it's attainable. You know what I mean? <laughs> even though the, it's like, not. yeah, even though it might not be, it just seems like it is. Like I did spend time with Infamous Second Son, which was the first what like, was a PS4 launch mm-hmm. title. I 100%ed that. Like I I spent the time on it. Yeah. And I, I played it for weeks and that was like all I played. And yeah. that, and I got it down and I actually hundred percented it. But this one's a little bit bigger than that. <laughs> um, so I'm probably not gonna be able to, but I do want to make sure that I finish the story. I'm I'm a pretty good chunk of the way in now, but I, I I love it so much. I've I've just been gushing all over it. Cool. I'm just a big old gusher. You're a gusher. What's your other number two? My other number two is, if you hadn't guessed, <laughs> Destiny two, Forsaken. Content wise, it added so much more, what I was explaining to him earlier, to the story just in general. But it's just, it expanded the world even more. It gave you two giant new planets and uh, areas to just play at and in the entire world. Um, tons of side content, tons of uh, front-loaded stuff, just story-wise in general. Um, the story of this, to a certain extent, is just as good if not better than the actual story of destiny 2 proper to me um i just like the whole revenge story aspect i like the way they've been taking uh some of this other side content story and meshing it in with the dlc too so for example one of the main villains that you fight in the dlc that you end up killing at the end of it um he has now come back and is alive again but he's alive again as a guardian like your character so it's like a weird side thing that they've done. As a Guardian, you lose all of your memories of past life and everything that you've done and you know anything that's happened before. So this guy doesn't know that he's done all of these horrible fucking things. He thinks that he's just here to fight as a good guy on the side of light to fight against the darkness. Just like all the other Guardians in the world do. But... You know, and everybody else that's all of these people that you spent like a huge chunk of your time and that's in in forsaken hunting and trying to kill this guy, and now all of a sudden he's back and he's just supposed to be a good guy <laughs> and it's just like this huge kind of weird story chunk that just kind of opens up from it, and that's just really neat to me, yeah, but uh that's my number twos, cool. I guess
1: my number two is Pokemon Let's go Ooh. yeah, um, uh, I've only played it. For about 40 minutes, but I I already know that this is a, a top game. I mean the hype behind it alone is uh, is cool um, yeah, easily. I, I like I said, I haven't gotten very far into the first town um, but the the game mechanics of it all, um, the the ability for it—it's a game for everyone. It seems like it's—it's yeah. it's a game for kids. It's a game for gamers. It's a game for non-gamers. Um, it's a game to get latched into pretty easily. Uh, it takes all of the the structure of the classic Pokemon game, mm-hmm. and then throws in like you said before something that looks really good and very Nintendo. Like it's—it's it's very much like been converted and uh, and it just introduce it's not it doesn't feel like though it is the definition of rehashing something it doesn't feel like it it feels like they they added something new to it they did something new and brought um something totally different to the table for everybody and uh so i already know that that's going to be uh something good uh for things so my number two for 2018 number three number three or one Number one for me? Yeah, you're number one. My number one? Yeah. Let me tell you about my number one, boy. I'm assuming that I know what it is, but... My number one (laughs) is God of War.
0: (laughs) Dude, that game is the fucking tits. Front to back. Nice. It is an amazing story, an amazing journey. It does help, yes, if you know more about the previous games, but you can pick this up and not have to know everything that's going on in the past as well. Which I have, and I will. Yes, yes it is so good story-wise just from a standalone like if this was just a comic book yeah or anything like that you know just something that wasn't even a video game medium it would be an amazing movie it would make it would make amazing anything yeah to me and it's just <laughs> such a well-written well-rounded thing i was just like this could be anything and it would just make you happy it's nice. great um inside the game like the interior of the story like what I mean by like little mini stories and stuff like that. Like whenever you finally meet the character Mimir and you have him with you in your boat and stuff, which I've talked about before, whenever you're driving around from place to place in your boat, you almost don't want to get off the boat because you just want to sit there and listen to the stories because he has tons of unique stories about Norse mythology, Norse lore, and all of it kind of, Coinciding and conveying with everything that's going on with them as well, so it's it's important to the actual story itself, but it also is just letting you know, just like, hey, this is fucking history. This is stuff that happened, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is all Norse mythology. This is this is this is basically what happens with these characters that you're about to fight in this Norse myth. Um, and Nora it's just, Smith. it's just really Norse Smith. Norse Smith, she, come on down. Your next and press right. <laughs> uh no no it's it's so good though and like i said it, it does it does stuff really smart in that aspect too so like if you do come to a point where you need to get off land um mimir will say something to the effect of like i suppose it's just another story we should see it for another time yeah or something like that and he'll pick up right where you left off as soon as you nice. get back in the boat he'll do like ah where were we Oh yeah you'll naim in the Giants and he'll start telling you about the the Giants again and stuff and tell you more about like different stories and stuff. It's really cool from that standpoint The gameplay is fucking phenomenal it's battle wise it's different than any other God of War. God of War always controlled just like a third person action adventure game uh-huh. you have free form of the character in general. The way that the camera is behind Kratos in this and the way that you have to control him, it almost feels like you're playing something that's over the shoulder third person, like Resident Evil Four or Gears of War, or mm-hmm. any of those kind of things. So the controls at first, to me, felt a little clunky until I started getting more moves and more different things that it could do with the Leviathan Axe, and and eventually you'll get other weapons and other magics and stuff to use. But as you get more moves and you develop your your branch out on your uh, <laughs> skill tree and stuff as you get along further along on the game and stuff. It just becomes a lot more fluid. Uh, Combat becomes whatever you want it to be. Whatever way you like playing and how you like feeling it out and everything, it just makes it that much better. Um, There's so much stuff I would like to say about it, but there's so much stuff that's just so spoilery. I don't want to spoil it for you or for anybody else, but story wise, it's just absolutely amazing. And I can't, I could just talk about it for forever hopefully if you get to talk if you get to play it and stuff like that or as you get to play it and everything you fold that unfold on it maybe we can make a specific section on the podcast or something like that where it's just like spoiler time we can do that with like kingdom hearts as well as we're both playing through it be like hey did you get to this part where Mm -hmm. mickey was doing this with this guy yeah yes and totally talking
1: about mickey doing this with this guy yeah tell me your number one Uh, my number one spider-man is it yep why um, because it's the best game that I've played in two that that came out in two thousand eighteen. To you, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Is that it? Yeah. Now, uh, you don't like Spider-Man? I I I haven't played like I said I haven't played a lot of games. Uh, this one I haven't played more than probably a couple hours of either. Um, but I am finding as I get more and more into gaming and becoming more of a more than just a casual gamer or I you know a a more cat a more than casual gamer you could say um the graphics are a thing that is something that is becoming more and more important to me um for newer games and stuff so this game looks good it's it's, visually it looks really cool i enjoy the open world aspect of it um a lot that is uh something that speaks to me something that i'm really a big fan of um so that's a, a game that i do definitely plan on continuing to play yeah um in the list of games, you know, I, I do have my priorities and I've really tried to uh, zoom in on playing one game at a time for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've got a mission that I'm on right now. So that...
0: are you going to you're going to beat Spider-Man before you beat Kingdom
1: Hearts 3? no. <laughs> no. I I imagine that my timeline is gonna bump right up into like finishing 2.8 and then going right into three. You think that 2.8 will take you that long to get into it? Yeah. To to finish? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Know yeah, because I imagine that Dream Drop is probably a 30 hour game or so. Yeah. Um, and I don't play more than, um, you know, if I play five hours a week, uh, that's a pretty good week of yeah. gaming for me um so so yeah i'm i'm gonna be button up real close to kh3 when when it when time comes to it all so you know once that one's over i'll my my slots will free up a bit more but right now i mean the only game i really care care about is the kingdom hearts games so i like it when your slots free up yeah you know me hey. what about uh movies tv that kind movies. of movies Movies first? Movies. Movies first? Movies. Uh
0: number three. Number three. You. Movies. My number three movie that I have seen, which I have not seen hardly any movies this year. Yeah, that's how I was too. Yes. So <laughs> I'm gonna say, which I, I really did legitimately enjoy it, Incredibles too. Yeah. Um we talked about it a bit. It was kind of predictable to me in yeah. my my mind noggin yeah. of what was noggin. gonna end up happening. But regardless, it's a really good ride and it's always a fun time revisiting. Characters that I didn't think we would ever get a chance to see again. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I mean, not that they I wasn't looking forward to them making more Incredibles. I just would have thought that they were going to make a sequel a lot sooner if ah, they were going to, you know I what see. I mean? Yeah. Like the rising success of Incredibles one was huge, as big as like Toy Story and all those other ones that they've made and everything too. But they did you know, they pump out Toy Story and then Toy Story two right away, almost just a handful of years later. Two, two was years and years after. Toy Story between 1 and 2? Yeah. How much? I don't know. I thought 3 was a longer gap. I thought two, 2 and, and 3 were. were
1: closer together
0: than 1 and 2. I think so. We're remembering sure. these things differently. I don't know. Uh, Regardless, I would have thought that they would have got something out a little sooner sure. based off the success of it and stuff. But I'm glad they waited as long as they Pixar did. Pixar takes it a, really cool a long scene. time
1: to make a movie because they... I mean, movies take a long time, I guess, huh? Yeah. Especially those kinds of movies. Like, you have to do a lot of... Uh, 95? Of things, yeah. I didn't realize that that was that old. Yeah, let's go to the Toy Story to, uh, Wikipedia. I bet that they'll tell you all of them at the same time. Toy Story 2. 2099.
0: Only four 99, years. Four years. And then yeah. I know 3 was longer, I thought, between 2 and 3. Yeah, 2010. Oh, there you go. You were right. Look a little here. bit of a big gap. A little oh, bit of know. a big gap. A little bit of a big gap. And then 4 is coming out next year? Yeah. yeah. 4 comes out next year. Look at that. So again, that's another nine years of a difference before I would have thought that that was just going to be done though because you know he's gone to college and
1: who? uh, Max?
0: Andy? Andy I don't remember
1: (laughs) but he gave the toys to that little girl didn't he?
0: He did but that's what I meant. I thought that maybe we were just that was going to be the end, like it was it the was story, like of a pretty Andy definitive ending, you know. What I mean, this is the
1: story at. of Andy and his toys. This is your story, like you thought it was just going to be like of a girl who cried a river. Uh, we've, done, we've done that bit already. Uh, we do a lot of bits already. <laughs> uh, my number three is uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Ah, yeah. hand
0: solo, yeah. Um, it's good. Um, despite what Han, other people do you thought. say Han or do you say Han? I say Han because that's how you're supposed to say it. I don't know. They say it differently in the movies. Have you seen that compilation on uh, on YouTube? I mean, I think 90 percent of the time that his
1: name is said, it's, it's, it's Han. It's
0: about they they actually did a full like percentage split of it too. It's about 85 uh, percent to 15 percent, and and uh, it, majority of where it started at of people calling him Han was from Lando,
1: and it, it, it was I, from It's more of a stab than anything.
0: Is it? You think? I mean
1: when he when Donald Gover calls him Han in solo, it's it's with a stab. He goes, All right, Han. Oh. Like it's like See I don't
0: know, I've never seen this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's <laughs> he's doing it in a in a way that's like, I'm going to pronounce your name wrong because you annoy me and I don't like uh... you. And so I imagine that, that started from Billy D saying it wrong. Which
0: is weird though because Billy D said Han a lot. And then there are points and times where, where he, in the, he does say Han as well, so I guess that makes sense in the in that kind of a in yeah. that type of thing too. Yeah. So
1: there you go. Uh, yeah, like Solo, it was good. Number two. Number two. <laughs> uh,
0: my number two is going to be Deadpool too. Yeah. Yeah. You liked that movie. I did a lot. You were a fan. Uh, it's uh, basically Deadpool one, <laughs> but, with but with Cable. cable. <laughs> and another bad guy, and Juggernaut was there. Yeah, and, and he fl- like the first one. Fi so... fire fist. Yeah, uh yeah. I mean, it was basically more of the same. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I liked more of the cameos and stuff like that. They ended up throwing in with the the X Men that we got. You actually got Hugh Jackman yeah. in there at the end, even though it was like superimposed from Origins. Sure, yeah. um But still, regardless, it was neat seeing all the different little cameos and stuff. But Deadpool is always a good time. I mm-hmm. think even if they eventually made a Deadpool 3 and they were like we're owned by Disney now so it has to be PG-13 it's it's still going to be funny and a yeah. fun time regardless yeah number 2 number 2 for me is a quiet place yeah it's the uh yeah the only
1: like non um what's the word uh, uh it's like bird box but with eyes bird box with eyes um it's the only non like uh commercial not commercial franchise it's the uh, only non-franchise movie that i've probably seen all year yeah, um i get you but uh it's good it's so good it's a a unique take new take um something that i think brings a uh unique kind of lend to the thriller genre um and a, a good first uh shot for john krasinski I yeah think. it is that's a that was directorial debut I'm yeah assuming. i do believe then... so yeah
0: Writing and directorial. He's really talented, dude. He's good. Um, So, how do you feel about that, about Quiet Place? Like, between Quiet Place (laughs) and Bird (laughs) Bird Box? I don't know what Bird Box is. Oh, it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. So, it's got... uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock in it, and Uh they can't see, because if they look at these demon creatures that are all around them, then it drives them insane and makes them want to kill themselves. Huh. So, like... I know it's not the same plot, but it's very similar mm-hmm. to me, to A Quiet Place, but with eyes, well, instead I mean, of being quiet.
1: Think about like the village. like You were not supposed to look at the red creatures either.
0: So you're saying that M. Night Shyamalan was just a genius all along. I mean, uh, I'm sure not, he took not, the idea from not, somebody else. Not enough people realized it, other I than me and you.
1: I love M. Night Shyamalan. And he I do too. Is... I
0: feel like we get... I, I don't know about you. I feel like I get a lot of grief for people saying that I no, like it. No, I don't think anybody... People think that I'm like nuts for like in the village because that people a lot of people are just like that movie is fucking dog shit. I was like, it's a good movie. See, when that movie came out, there were I I only
1: there were only there was only love for it uh, that I remember. I a lot like, of people dog on it now. Like I re- and those people just re- forget. Maybe they should need to read. it. What about Lady in the Water? It. Lady in the Water
0: was uh, not as solid. What about the sweet bait in hand? I don't know You're talking uh, about the dude that had the big arm and then the little arm. Because he only worked out the one side. You remember that guy? On Lady in the Water? Yeah. I don't remember that part. It was like, he was the quote-unquote warrior character oh. for their group of people that they had to get together, gotcha. you know what I'm talking about? I uh, I only saw that one once, and... Uh, I've seen it twice. It was, there was, like, there's a guy who is in their, like, complex, so they're like, little mobile hotel yeah. complex or whatever, and he works out on one arm ah. all the time, and that's it, and his arm is, like, fucking massive, like, it looks like a bodybuilder arm. And then the rest of his body and him is like all skinny. Huh. But that's just because he only hyper worked out on that one side.
1: The, yeah, I mean, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan gets just some shit in, in general. But, uh, I mean, what movies were really like bad? Lady in the Water was kind of... It wasn't bad. It just wasn't really great. No. Um, I mean, look at this. Okay, so a lot of people thought that Unbreakable was shitty. I thought it was a great movie. Really good movie. Yeah. Um, split... Is spun off of that. Really good movie. Yeah. And they're getting ready to make glasses getting ready to release, which is gonna be awesome. And everybody who didn't like Unbreakable is gonna be like Unbreakable was awesome. Like there's just, of the, there's people still just a have a lot of people, people that opinions. still
0: have the same thing for uh Split too as they do for Unbreakable, and I've heard that too. Like really? people that thought that Split, like Split was Split? yeah, they thought that his uh which I think is insane to even say, I think they thought that James McAfee's or McAvoy's uh acting was like not great.
1: <laughs> wow. And
0: I'm just like, really? The amount of characters that he just fucking spit off that dome yeah. like it was n- not even a big deal. Yeah. And changed between them like he was Physically talking to himself too, like, Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, just he's changed his body completely Languages for that fucking and everything. Role. Yeah, <laughs> It's just like, that's a great movie. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, people have opinions. They're just wrong sometimes.
0: They're always uh, wrong.
1: What's your number one movie
0: of 2018? <sighs> fucking Avengers. Yeah? Yeah. Infinity War. Love I loved it. Love it. Loved it. We don't have to talk about it. Everybody's seen it everybody saw it I don't feel so good I don't feel so good uh, mine was the Fantastic Beast Crimes Against Grindelwald <laughs> like, you are going to say Fantastic Four for a second <laughs> I was like first of all that movie's old second of all it's liked, bad I liked it when did the Michael B. Jordan one come out that uh, was newer-ish right I think it was last year really mm-hmm. I think it was that, was that new
1: uh, 16 or 17 mm-hmm. but I think it was 17 uh, yeah do you think they regret it now no, no regrets. No uh, regrets. But uh, Crimes Against Grindelwald, um, I really want to watch that movie again. Like, I'm just, I'm ready to, to see it come through again. It's just uh, one of those movies that I would like to continue to uh, watch and see how it develops. He's got an eye. Because it's good. He's got an eye. It was good. I uh, I like Harry Potter did
0: films. They tell you, did they
1: tell you what happened to his
0: eye in the movie? No. They don't?
1: No really yeah i don't think that it's a i don't think it's a conversation point really you don't think it's important (laughs) no one eye is fucked up and the other one's not i one's a brown eye and one's a blue eye like that's that's, not blue
0: that's white as shit
1: in that picture in all the pictures (laughs) it's a blue
0: eye what is that called uh brindle heterochrome something like that brindle brindle yeah what's brindle mean I don't know.
1: He's Brindlewald. <laughs> a brindlewald. A brindle's maybe like two different colors of fur on an
0: animal. I don't know. I think it's something. What did I just say it was? I don't know, but I just told two you what I thought it was. Two <laughs> col- different eye colors is... Yeah, heterochromia. That's yeah. what it is. And it's brindle. Does she have heterochromia? I never knew that. A little we'll bit? Yeah. Looks no, like a lazy eye. You look like a lazy eye. Well, tell me more about your uh, your TV shows. I don't know.
1: We get sucked into... Uh, she does not have heterocrime. No. We get sucked into Googling
0: things that's on this okay. show. Is it? I think it's okay. What if when we don't talk for a bit and we got dead air? <laughs> uh, they're wanting to know. That's just... that's The dead air is it, are the listener's baited breath. Oh, baited. Um.
1: All right. So TV shows we're talking about. Yeah. Huh? Give me your number three. Uh, my number three. I I kind of going back and forth on this, but I think I know what it is. It's the Connors. <laughs>
0: I love the Connors. Is it have the same theme song or is it different? Um, I've I, never watched any of the Connors. I feel like, like it's altered
1: yet. just a little bit. Okay. I might be wrong. It like might like be the a, exact a sad Roseanne no, dead dead version. It's definitely not a sad version. Uh, but it's good. Cool. It's good. I I I. Uh, It would have been... I don't have any... I'm not anti-Roseanne in all of this. I mean, people say dumb stuff and whatever. You know, it's just going to happen. And you think something's going to be funny and it flops. Um, But I'm super glad that this cast has been able to continue on without it. I mean, it's it's just good. I want to see these characters continue... Whether Roseanne's hanging out with them or Roseanne's not hanging out with them isn't really like the the hanging point for me. She's not my favorite part. She's kind of the anchor to it all. Um, and it, but you also like there's a lot of shows where I think you would think that the anchor is a certain person, but left with the the yeah. you can either do it with them or, or I mean you can either do it without them or not at all. I would assume I think people kind of get would,
0: that would fall under the same vein of like Walking Dead now. Yeah. Yeah, now that we got rid Rick of like Rick or and stuff. I mean, your basis is all around Rick for the most part, and yeah. then we just kind of let that go. And Walking Dead's been great so far. Yeah. So has the Connors. Better, better without Rick. What's your number three? My number three is going to be Daredevil. Oh. I haven't got to watch all of the season yet, but it looks you mean really three. Awesome. Yes, season okay. three. Got it. Um, I haven't got to watch all of the season yet, but getting uh, getting a bullseye and getting Kingpin back into the fold is really neat, and I'm excited to see where the story goes. But it's consistently always been a really good show. I'm sad that it's going to be gone. I know mm-hmm. that they've said that future plans are in the works for it, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, but I doubt it. I don't know. We'll, see, I guess we'll see whatever happens. But I, I'm still, I'm still hopeful that something will continue. I don't want it just to be done because yeah. I know they left it open for a season four. I doubt it's going to happen with this show in particular. But you know, maybe they'll do something that's like a weird side thing where they'll throw in a Matt Murdock somewhere in an Avengers some at some point in time and just be like, oh shit, one of the aliens slammed into Hell's Kitchen and this guy's fighting him and we don't know who he is, but he's like blind and he's got sticks. Um, but no, it's pretty cool. I really like it so far. I, my, my, uh, prediction is that,
1: uh, these, these actors will not play these characters ever
0: again. I hope not. I think, I mean, I hope they do. That'd be really, he's always been a consistently solid choice of daredevil to me. Like ever since season one, Mm -hmm. that's, he's so good at it. Yeah. They're going to get Ben Affleck back. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! My number two is
1: already deadly class. Uh, after one episode, on pilot episode, you're one and done. It is my number two favorite episode or favorite TV you're show. The one, one pump chump. Even though I guess it doesn't technically like this season doesn't start until twenty nineteen. This aired in twenty eighteen. They put the pilot out, so I'm calling this my wow.
0: number two favorite. I'm gonna, show I'm gonna have to check this out for sure. I mean, I, I was already I'm interested pumped. after we talked about yeah. it, but yeah. now I'm extra. Number two for me. Uh, my number. Am I on two or one? You're on two. Did I do? I that? started first. You did start first this time, and I was fucking throwing me off. I do not even know. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine, like the Andy Samberg. Yeah, the only Brooklyn Nine Nine that's out there. Well, there's a nine one one. Brooklyn nine one one. Brooklyn nine nine. Yes, with Andy Sam. Is it called Brooklyn nine nine? Nine nine. Yeah. Why
1: did I think it was nine one one? I don't know. I don't know either. It's not. It's a cop show. Nine one one. Yeah, that's a cop
0: show. <laughs> They're both cop shows. Yeah, and there's another one called Cops. Um. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine's consistently been funny and funnier and funnier as it goes along. The writing's getting better and better. And it makes me excited that whenever they start up this new season again, come time for the... I think it's the 10th of January is when it starts again. Um, This new season will be on NBC as a home. I think it's good that they... Has it not been on there before? No. No, it was never on NBC. It's a Fox Hmm. show. Fox ended up deciding to drop it. They... uh, Throughout kind of a campaign to see if anybody be willing to pick it up, like Hulu or somebody mm-hmm. like that, to, so it would continue. And NBC did it. NBC picked him up just to keep it going. Amy and Sandberg's like going back home. Amy Sandberg is going back home. Cool. Nine-nine.
1: Who, uh, who else is like the main characters in that? Like uh, other, He's like...
0: in there. Terry Crews is in Terry there. Terry Crews, okay. Uh, Joe Chulio. I don't know if you know him. He's in a lot of other comedy movies. Um, I can't think of a couple of the people's real names. Like I know their names is, uh, in the show. Is Rashida Jones in that? I think so. Or or was in
1: that show or something, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I've never gotten into it. Is it like Andy Samberg's like, 30 Rock? Yeah,
0: Andre Brar. That's the other guy that plays Captain Holt. Okay. Andy Samberg, this girl, Stephanie Beatrice. I don't really know her from anything else other than the show. Terry Crews, obviously. A big, a big There's the Joe G- Latrugio. Oh, I was yeah. About. That's what I said. He's been on a lot of other I shit. Like him. I love him. He's funny. <laughs> Chelsea Peretti, she's in it too. That was the other girl I couldn't think of.
1: Um, is this like Andy Sandberg's Thirty Rock? Like if Tina Fey is Thirty Rock, Andy Sandberg is Brooklyn Nine Nine.
0: I guess. Like, is a it sense, like in a... I mean, it's a. I, it's it's a comedy cop drama. Oh, okay. Like that's about. That's the way that rolls with that's, it. that's the whole point of it. I yeah. mean, it's not like it's like a Thirty Rock was writing a show.
1: Oh yeah, but I mean, like I don't know what I'm trying to say here. My number, is, <laughs> um, my number one is, my number one TV show would be Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. Uh, I think they uh, they took that last half of season three, uh, four, fuck, I don't kind of remember, uh, last half of that final season and just really kind of cranked it up to 11 and it was like, it was really cool. They cranked that soldier boy? They cranked that soldier boy. Uh, it was uh, it was good. I I really liked how they wrapped everything up. Uh, really got hardcore into. I think they got a solid audience over the years that they had the show, and then they started to interwind it with the Star Wars universe, cinematic universe, and was able to really do a lot with it. And they really just like kicked it up, and essentially said, you know, they did what the movies can't as far as like. How are they gonna pull off a giant like force dog, uh, and make it like cool? And they did, and so there's there's a, a lot force dog. There's like these giant wolves that are in like the desert, uh, that are like part of the. I don't remember what their what their names are right now, uh, but uh, but yeah, they they were, uh, loth wolf. Yeah, that's what they're. Uh, those things. What? But they they did a lot. They did a, a lot of kind of crazy, wild, uh, weird stuff that tends to be in like Star Wars lore, but you don't get to see necessarily. I feel like Clone Wars is pretty grounded. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, as, a, as an animated show goes, the movies have been what they can be and still be able to be in belief that this all kind of happens. And they took some wild turns with the show and it. Paid off for him, I thought. When you said
0: turns it sounded like you said turds. It took some <laughs> wild turds with the show. My number one show is Castlevania. Oh. Even though I'm only a few episodes deep into it, I'm really, really liking it Netflix-y. a lot. Like I said before, this is like one of those anime shows that if you generally don't like anime or if you think that you don't know if you're into it or not, yeah. definitely give it a go because the character development, just the way that the voice acting is done, it makes it seem like it's not such a harsh thing to listen and watch like a lot of anime you know we've talked about yeah. before where they do like the high-pitched voices super weird over-the-top yeah. japanese tropes it's over the top for sure but this has none of that OTT. this is straight up yes ott you down with it <laughs> uh this is straight up just great front to back and it's really good story really good content and i'm, I'm digging it i'm awesome. excited to see where they're going to end up going with these characters yeah. after the fact of what ends up happening i'm assuming cool so uh what about your music? Yeah, let's talk about some music. My number three for the music is Between the Buried to Me. Which one? Uh, both, actually. I mean, I what loved, all came out? I don't know. Uh, the Autonomous 1 and 2 both came out this year. Gotcha. One came out in March, I do one came those out in those, July. Yeah. Um, really always love those guys. I'm always super proud of them. I'm even more proud now that Autonomous 1, the Condemned to the Gallows single... Got picked up and they are now Grammy nominated for the first wow, time ever Oh, nice. for best metal album, um, and song. Cool. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. I'm really happy for them. That album, both of them were great. Yeah, album
1: and song or just album or just uh, song.
0: I think they, I think actually it's everything roped together because they don't want to spend too much time on metal music ah. at the fucking Grammys. Uh, they would rather spend more time on giving R and B and hip hop five categories <laughs> a piece. Um. But no, I think they I think they rope it into something I think it's just called the best metal performance. Oh. And okay. they just gave it kind of a general, broad generalization. It I think, can be I a think, song or album. Yeah, I think they gave it Condemned to the Gallows was their was their what they yeah. were nominated for. Yeah, I think it's like them and Under Oath and that Deaf Haven or Deaf Heaven Band or whatever it oh. is, another metal band. But uh yeah, it's a really consistently good albums if you guys like progressive metal at all or just progressive rock in general because there's a lot of times where the breakdowns are just very melodic anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it a go. Nice. Give me your number three. Uh, Trench. 21, Pilot. Oh, let's combine Trench. them. That's my number two. All right. How do we feel about it? We feel good about it. It's good. Um, It was a really slow burn for me at first. I was expecting something with a little bit more energy going into it, especially after coming off a jumpsuit, even though it had its... Jumpsuit did a good job telling a story in the song, just in general. And by that, I mean the song itself told a story with the music, the way that it was presented. like It had the high-end like coming at you right at the gate and everything like that and then we mellow down a bit we bring that back and then the whole breakdown of it's very very somber and then we have that big peak at the end where Mm -hmm. we're fucking screaming and really having at it so the song itself just tells a full story just the way that kind of ebbs and flows um but the rest of the album has a tendency to me just it was like such a just seems like a very mellow I want to get high of this music kind of like almost Rastafarian reggae tone to everything <laughs> and I was just kind of like I don't know I mean I like it but at the same time I'm like it doesn't sound like every <clears throat> 21 Pilots that I really like and then after I got uh, a few more listens and everything I really started getting into it and yeah. I really really like it now a lot That's how do good. you feel about it um, great from the start uh, I agree with
1: you very much uh, a, a more mellow album uh overall not as much of a fast paced um thing uh as we've seen in previous uh offerings from 21 pilots but uh it was definitely something that overall was a uh, I think I said it when we reviewed the album on the episode that we did that on but it was it's a it's an epic it's it's a it seems like uh it's best consumed front to back but it's really heavy from front to back um, but when you go and visit each of the songs, they kind of have their own unique personality to them, which I dig a lot. Definitely. Um, so that was your number
0: two. Yep. Go ahead and give my, me your number one. My number two. You get, that was your number two. I thought it no, was my it? number that was your th- three. Math number three. Okay. Then what's your number two? I'm sorry. <laughs> I get numbers. My numbers. Numbers. There are. It's <laughs> a so confusing. How do those work?
1: Um, my number two is Cohen Cambria's vaxus One. Nua. Yeah. I don't like it when you do that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. It, um probably one of if not the best Coheed and Cambria album that they've ever put out. Mm-hmm. Um you can tell that they are definitely uh continued to become perfected craftsmen of writing Coheed and Cambria songs. Like I mean you know it's Coheed and Cambria but it's mm-hmm. not like an oh I've heard this before.
0: Uh Ditto and that's my number 1. Oh it is. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was my number 1. My favorite album I've listened to it probably I could easily say front to back, especially being at work and just letting it repeat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably easily twenty to twenty five nice. times now. That's. Uh, uh, I still think that I really like the fourth album my f- the most, but at the same time, I think this one's probably fourth album or number four part one or number four part one. Okay, that's what, I, that's what I thought
1: it was. I yep. wouldn't. Uh, I didn't want you to have the that you liked that feathers as your favorite song.
0: No, I mean feathers that album's good, really good but... too, <laughs> but no, no that part 4 uh yeah. number 4 one, part 1 good good apollo for yeah. number 1 apollo <laughs> yeah what's your number I, 1 i th- yeah that's
1: yeah uh, um sister cities by the wonder years really um listen to that probably closer to you're talking well i guess your your count is a, is a is for an album that came out what maybe a month and a half ago my uh sister cities came out uh the beginning of the year probably uh, uh may maybe yeah. april may um but probably closer into like the 50s of listening to that yeah. album uh i love me some wonder years uh definitely love me later wonder years better uh you know my and i uh love the one before that uh but uh sister cities is quit is definitely my second favorite out of all of that and uh highly re-listenable. i was listening on the way over here actually awesome uh but yeah wonder years
0: love them let's end this uh shindig with some comics and some books yeah and some comic books uh what is your number three comic book book comic uh my number three comic book book comic uh is probably going to be something that i read more recently that we talked about would be oblivion song i really did enjoy that a lot I haven't read a ton that was this year, like we talked about. I, I agree. More a lot I'm of back the same catalog as stuff. You are. So, out of stuff that came out this year, this is probably one of the better better times that I've had, and I'm I'm still really looking for a great to time with it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean, mine there. is kind of a weird accumulation of the uh, the
1: DC Walmart books. Um, more for what they could potentially stand for. I think that these uh, we've talked about it before are somewhat controversial with comic book retailers uh because these are exclusive to Walmart uh what I hope they do is drum up some business for those comic book retailers uh those brick and mortar stores because they need more people going to them um I do wish that they were allowed to also carry these books but uh as of right now it is an exclusive Walmart thing um but it seems cool I've read um a handful of them four or five um, of those collections uh one of them being the halloween special yeah. and then i've read uh, a couple of the number ones and stuff like that uh but overall just a, a cool format and a cool idea that i hope continues to bring readership to the medium
0: now that's 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 actually my number one i really like the dc stint of everything they're yeah. doing i love the books uh i'm really glad you turned me on into that actually being like a thing <laughs> i've heard people tell me that before i'm, I'm like, glad that you turned me on <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm really glad that you told me that that was a thing that I should try to check out and everything because I've ever since you said that, like I've been picking up every issue as cool. they come out and everything. The holiday special was really cool was going to back to it. It's really neat um, seeing some of those older stories brought back to life and everything, nice. too, is really neat. Um, but yeah, I've been really enjoying it, and yeah, I hope it does that too. I don't really see physical comic book media going out anytime soon, yeah. but yeah, I would hope that that would maybe try to somewhat inspire some people to. Be like, oh, they've got DC here. Maybe I could get Marvel. Well, they don't have Marvel here. Maybe there's another place I can get some Marvel and some Mm -hmm. other DC that I might enjoy. Oh, there's a shop 20 miles away from me? Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What's your number two? My number two is uh, The Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. You're liking it. I'm liking it. Like I said, I read issues four and five uh, last. I think those came out in like May or June or something like that. Yeah, because you're like six months behind typically with the app. Yeah. And uh, but uh, I've been really enjoying it so much, uh, so far. Like I said, they've been it, to me. It seems like they're trying to take their Deadpool and they're dialing him back a little bit, so that way they're not making him such a hard R. It almost seems like they're trying to maybe do that across the board. Okay. I don't know if that's if that's consistent the same consistently the same with like I know they have a, I think the current Deadpool series, like the Despicable Deadpool, I think is the current I don't one, know. and. I think they're doing the same thing in that one, too. Like, they're trying to make him not, like, curse as much. They're trying to make him not be, like, super vulgar, but be more, like, still overtly funny, but also slightly more friendly for, like, a PG-13 type of thing. For kids to,
1: like, if they went to explore it, and they're like, I like Deadpool. Yeah,
0: it just makes more sense. I think they're trying to, like, open up that door and broaden it out a little bit more. And maybe, like, they're they're hoping from a comic book standpoint maybe that'll leak up to the movies or something. Well, and so... Deadpool was in
1: Marvel, or the X-Men animated series?
0: Yeah, or, okay. in the newer ones he is.
1: No, in the like in the 90s one. Was he in that I one? I don't think so, no. no. He
0: was in the comics, though.
1: Yeah. I do remember being in the comics. Yeah. And wasn't that way. Wasn't vulgar. No,
0: he's not. I mean, he was initially just like an assassin kind and of a, smart a villain. villain. Yeah,
1: Like he's smart aleck a little yeah. bit. But nothing like as extreme as he's ended up being... Yeah. So when people talk about his origin and the things that he is, that's not where he came from. He came from being a smartass mm-hmm. and and just killing people. Yeah, but it wasn't like gore hundred percent. It wasn't cursing. It wasn't vulgarity. So it's it's interesting to me that like everybody's Deadpool
0: is not. The original, like it's not. I mean, you had Ryan Reynolds popularize it for so many people. Now, yeah, that's just that's the way it that's is. My I dead guess yeah. so. They're gonna
1: be real pissed when if it, if it goes backwards a little bit to probably closer to its true form where it was created as. My number two is Rocco's Modern Life. We uh, we saw uh, Rocco reappear in comic form. Uh, this is the second volume of. Rocco Rocco was uh, printed in the uh, 90s as an eight part miniseries in comics um, that uh, I have I have collected and they're they're nice and and uh, good story just fun goofy Rocco stuff um, and obviously we haven't had uh, a lot of Rocco since then and by a lot I mean none none really. Yeah. <laughs> There's been talks of a movie for it seems like probably about a year and a half that yep. hasn't quite come to fruition yet. No, but I think it's still being worked on. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, I
0: mean it's going to happen. It just seems like it's that makes me excited though that it's still a thing that they're see, not going to try to abandon yeah. it. Their
1: timeline was definitely it seemed like
0: Rocco was going to come very
1: shortly after the Hey Arnold. Yeah, well, that's
0: like what they they did the Hey Arnold movie yeah. like well before they even talked about the the uh, the Rocco movie. And I that, thought they were both in production at the same time, like because I remember hearing Rocco early about, on. I don't know. I remember hearing about them doing the jungle movie for years. Oh, uh, okay. But Maybe when they got real serious kind of about it, out.
1: like, so it was kind of like this is for sure happening, and we're also getting this next they, they thing. They have started a trailer right. for the Rocco movie thing right now, don't they? I don't think so. I thought they had a trailer for like what it was. I saw about. a picture. They did. A, they released a, a photo, and not really it. a photo; it would have been just a, a poster or something. <laughs> It'd be uh,
0: cool if they did a Rocco's Modern Life movie, but they made him look like Sonic the Hedgehog kind like of. Like a live action, live action like just looks like a wallaby. I hate it. <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, yeah, so the Rocco's Modern Life, uh, I think it's Boom that has released this one. They also did like a Rugrats series uh, in tandem with it. Yeah, stay uh, clean. Right now, uh, right now I think Rocco has stopped again. The they stopped making the series again, comic series. But um, I'm hoping it picks up again.
0: There's a, this trailer here, it's, it came out in April this year and it's like a minute and a half long. Oh, I see. And it's all, yeah, like Bob's books, like it's all modernized, like Starbucks on every corner kind of a thing. I see. And it's all about him trying to become more relevant with the modern day technology and mm-hmm. modern day and age. And that's yeah. what Kling is supposed to be about. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: But that's my number two. What's your number? Oh, you are telling me your I number I already one. did my number one. Ah, my number one is The Dreaming, the uh, the Sandman universe kind of start back up. Uh, there's four books that came out of that. We've talked about it a couple of different times on here, uh, but definitely The Shining Star for me is The Dreaming. I like that world. Uh, the Dora character, uh, Dory character uh, that they've created for that is... The fish. Uh, yeah, the, the fish voiced by Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's in there, and it seems uh, like a
0: mature series for her to be hopping into.
1: and yeah, it's fine <laughs> uh, but it's it's cool. i I definitely uh I love that world, and uh, those characters are neat and fun to revisit. I'm curious to see how that all plays out. Um, and we'll keep you posted, but that's my number one. Sweet. Well, thank you for sharing your list with me. Thank you for sharing your list with me. Well, I appreciate. I think you. I wrote even something down, a couple of things down
0: off of your, a couple so of I can things off of mine. Look them up and and visit them. Well, let me tell you something real quick, buddy. Tell me. Let me tell you right now. Yeah. Something real quick. Okay. Just real quick, I want to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk to you about our future. Oh. Our pieces of future media.
1: This is our pump. Our
0: pom, pom, Our poffin circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what well, we got to talk about here? Uh, well, we're gonna just let's pick up something just out of any of those categories, and something that we are looking forward to most throughout yeah. the year. Yeah. I'm talking about any movie, yeah. any game, yeah. any comic, yeah. any TV show, yeah. any other thing we talk about. Yeah. And then while you say yours, I'm gonna do pom circumstance in the background. All right, go. Na, 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 What's that? The graduation song is called "Pomp and Circumstance." Is it really? Yeah, that's <laughs> why I said that.
1: <laughs> I thought that that was like a thing that somebody was in a pomp and circumstance, like it was a just a no a situation that you're no, in. No, it's a pomp it's not, and circumstance. No, <laughs> it's a song.
0: It's that's the name of the graduation song. Oh,
1: I thought that was uh, 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 I don't know. What's that? What's the graduation song? The grad that's pompom circumstance. No, what's the song called? Graduation song. That's that's by Vitamin C. Yeah, how's that D. one go?
0: Has me go. <laughs> yeah. We,
1: we remember You want me to sing that one in the background <laughs> yeah, that's instead? A, that's my pompom circumstance. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No. Uh, go. So um, mine's not a surprise. We it's Kingdom Hearts three, and it's we're, so getting, we're gonna we're <laughs> <I> going <laughs> we're gonna blow that load real quick at the first of the year. I mean, we got 29th ninth as our release date on that uh, January, uh, but. Uh, the way I play games typically, it could last this entire year. So, <laughs> that's my that's my thing. That's my pump.
0: There's a lot of stuff to look forward to. There is. We've it got makes a lot you... of great movies. We've got a lot of, like, <laughs> the new Avengers. The The, the end game. Yeah, end game. We've got a lot of stuff. But me, for just in general, I'm excited just as a pretty broad spectrum of what we're going to see future of gaming coming yeah. out this year. And I said that it might kind of sound like a cop-out or whatever, but... As in, like, we got told early on that we're going to get several new versions of the Xbox, apparently. Fucking the diskless <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, we're going to get, uh, we have now officially another one called Anaconda, and I guess that's supposed to be the next one. Not Xbox One, but whatever the new console will be. Also, Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet is actually, I guess, the code name for the diskless one. Oh. So there's another one called Anaconda now. So Anaconda is their next gym. Uh huh. They don't got none. But that's not like coming out this year, though. No, but that's what I meant. Like, we're going to know more about it. We're going to know. We're going to see news. Maybe, maybe even potentially a name. So your pomp is news? My pomp is the news. I'm really looking. For, I'm really pomp. <laughs> I like the news. I'm really pumped for the news. Uh,. So I want to know more about like just just the gaming spectrum yeah. like in the future of like the actual hardware in general. Yeah. So we're going to probably find out that the PS5 Specs. is going to be a thing that's going to happen. Yeah. We might not know about it, but I'm hopeful that sometime this year we're, we're probably going something. to find out something about We're it. getting some things. So and maybe potentially a new Switch, like a version of the Switch, mm-hmm. like a Nintendo Switch Pro or something yeah. that's got a bigger screen or yeah. different things that we've been speculating on or sure. hearing speculation about that maybe we'll finally get some answers to since 2020 is rapidly approaching yeah i do what uh this
1: isn't really something i'm looking forward to in general but it goes along with your thing of just like things that are happening things to be excited for is that uh you know a lot of this past couple weeks of news and just things that have came out um, i really want to see mary poppins return yes uh there's just a lot of there's things that make you hopeful um and i think in a world where things aren't always so great Um, It's nice to have media that is hopeful and makes you want to... Uh, appreciate the things you have, and appreciate the the good that there is out there. Yeah. And I know it's just media sometimes. It's just a video if, game, or it's just a movie, but it makes you feel good, and it makes you want to do good. It's almost something
0: that like everybody can rally behind yeah. and get behind because it all makes everybody feel good, and that's the whole yeah. point. You yeah. know, that's exactly that's, that's what's good about it. Makes you want to do good. If I had to pick physical things, obviously Kingdom Hearts three would be on that sure. list. I'm super stoked to see what everything's gonna happen with Disney's Plus app. Disney and Plus app is that definitely comes down a good one. I'm Absolutely. really stoked to see what's going Gonna happen with all those shows and everything that's coming down with the pipe with that. Um, there's one other thing I was gonna mention, I forgot what it was. Oh, Obviously, man. Avengers and stuff, too. We already talked about it. Was another game, Resident Evil 2. I can't think of the other game I was talking about though. We oh, talked the about the new it Pokemon. Earlier. New Pokemon would be great. <laughs> Part of me feels like that, that might get pushed back,
1: yeah. I mean, I especially since we haven't seen anything, that's a little bit. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't know if it's the way that I'm looking at media now or if it's the media's, like, voices are changing. I think that people are seeing through the BS of the internet and the people, the quote-unquote people that have all these negative uh, descending comments on things are truly a small portion of the world. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, you know... They're the, the squeaky wheel, so they're getting yeah, attention. Because this it's...
0: one guy from the fucking Washington Insider said that The House with the Clocks in its Walls is an atrocious movie. That's one guy versus the fucking dozens of other people yeah. that said, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Or something to that exactly. effect. Exactly. I think yeah. that people are, are realizing that a little bit more. Yeah. And that,
1: that gives me hope, too, because I think that a lot of the negativity that spun up is based on those quote-unquote trolls or whatever. And I'm excited to see how... The world changes with that, and that the people that are in power and in control, uh, whether it's with media or with politics or whatever it is, um, their voice is getting diminished by the positivity that is out there, and I hope we see more of that in 2019. I'm excited for that.
0: You're like an anarchist.
1: Am I? I don't know. <laughs> I was just saying this. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm a anarchy an anarchist with the dad hat. Hey, if anybody wanted to like find you on social media and talk to you to or it was like saying something like i wish i could be on that show with them and talk all this crazy yeah. bullshit with them on skype or even sit in the room next to them while they're doing it where mm-hmm. could they find you to ask you said questions they
1: could find me at listen to shadows the number two at double ah um coming up soon in one of our our uh new things is going to be my uh my identity crisis and how we can work through that oh, together. Uh, great. but for now, find me at listen to shadows.
0: What's well, you, what's me, what's you, you say? Oh, well you can find me for all of those things as well at random hero, X, I X. And, uh, I'll respond to you in a quick manner. You will quickly. Yeah. Like Bruce Banner. I won't probably quick respond Banner, quickly. You're better at that from, than me. I, I try to do the social things. I try you're, to do you're a little a good bit. Social guy. Hey, you know what? Don't let your meatloaf, man. <laughs> <laughs> IFNZ production.